0: Recording Hey everybody What? What are we saying? That's it. Every time I'm glad I wrote it down What did I write down? Did I write it down? I never write it down Hey everybody, welcome to episode 99 Of the Hey everybody, welcome to episode 99 Of the Bonehead Podcast Where I still can't get the intro right And jingle welcome back i'm ben and once again i'm joined by blood tithe ben how you
1: doing bt hello yeah doing really well thanks um i've got a nice five day weekend that i'm enjoying um <laughs> five <yeah>. day weekend <laughs> yeah I'm making the most of it aren't oh, you a like proper holiday next week as well uh yeah in a couple of weeks i've got a full week off and then two weeks after that two oh. weeks in
0: thailand oh dude i thought this was your holiday you just you've just got spare days
1: yeah, I just said some spare days. So I put it either side of the bank holiday. So,
0: oh, nice that's brilliant. Now, I thought this mm. was like your your leave. So you've got like a five day weekend, short week, week off. Yeah. And you're, yeah, well exciting. and you're Thailand after the tournament. Yes. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> I think the day after the tournament, I go to Thailand. <laughs> and I managed to squeeze it in. And that apparently flies with the other half. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's amazing. So you're what? You're flying out on the 24th of October.
1: I think so.
0: Oh, that's Something wicked. Like that. Oh, well, we yeah. should probably start you off and get you drunk on the whole of the tournament yeah. weekend. Because <laughs> you're, you're odd man in this time, aren't you?
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be odd man in. So,
0: might be able to some games in, which would be quite fun. That would be amazing. Have you thought about what list you're going to take yet?
1: Uh, I've had a think. He's going to um, say hi, elves. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, that would be fun. I, I'm probably just going to take whatever I got painted, because I don't think I can paint anything. Well, I... I I could get something painted for then, but I don't think I want to. Um, so I think I'm just going to maybe take oh, well, uh, Tournament Amazon's. Skaven because that's going well and that's kind of on the brand of oh. the episode.
0: Yeah, that's um, fair. That is fair. Well, you do have try. a very nicely painted Amazon team now. That is true. And you could run it with true. the new Amazon roster in theory. In, in theory.
1: theory. <laughs> that one yeah, might really. go completely on its head when we actually find out some roster uh, details. In, when they've got like maybe
0: snake maybe a swarms and or? everything. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right bt you've kind of spoiled it already what are we talking about on episode 99 mm. yeah we're gonna do a bonehead basics for which we haven't done for quite some time
1: um we're gonna be talking about skaven rosters the skaven team development
0: also who's yeah. hobby yeah so um skaven spoiler alert probably still my very favorite team and bt has very much fallen down the vermin hole as well and oh they're good they're so good they're so good but we ran them in the bonus championship and you're now running them in league so what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at league starting rosters yes we've done a video but actually ben and i are going to look at the rosters argue about which ones we think are better um, then obviously have a quick break and then we'll be back talking about team development um and again we're going to have the video for reference so we just talk through the player types what's good and how your team kind of comes together uh, because quite frankly we've got I think quite a bit of experience with Skaven in this edition now. Um, And it's, 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 well, hey, it's Skaven. Now it's episode 100, next episode. And I am legitimately expecting it to now to to have to be about Amazons. Because, (laughs) you know,
1: it's quite funny. We've hyped this up. We've been discussing it's like, what's episode 100 going to be? Are we going to make a big deal of it? Like, what are we going to do for episode 100? And it's just like, oh, it's going to be talking about the team that everyone
0: loves. It's going to have <laughs> to be Amazon's. Now we wanted, we we've not decided yet. I think we need to, to nail it down whether we actually just book it in, do the live quiz version of like the 2020 bash or dash. Mm-hmm. I think. I think we probably should just do that. And then we might just have to, like, if it, if Amazons land first, we might have to do 99.5. Mm, I like the sound of that.
1: <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> I like the sound of that a
0: lot. Like, It's really funny. I said to Tiff the other day, I was like, oh, you know, episode 100's coming up. She's like, you've done way more than 100 episodes. I was like, shush. I think we're up to like 150, 160 episodes on the actual channel. <laughs> we <laughs> um, like yeah because we did like some extras we do like breaking news and stuff like that um, oh of course cool. so, yeah. yeah so we're nearly at like 200 podcast feed drops but this will be <laughs> the 100th show which is yep. i don't know like pretty awesome and i find it hilarious that every start every time we start recording one or both of us have audio issues and i can never remember how to start the episode off I literally i messed it up two times i haven't written it down i need to write it down um, at 100 it'll click
1: it'll click at 100 yeah, yeah that's, that's what it is as soon as you go over that line it'll
0: just be nature uh, for episode 100 you're doing the intro i've decided <laughs> i think that's all <laughs> i'm just gonna pass the bat on anyway um let's do blood bowl news am i recording i'm recording that's good okay so blood bowl news uh first of all we start off every show by saying a massive thank you to everybody who supports us whether you like subscribe share the content and um, comment take part suggest things which is awesome whether you're in the discord but Ben's done a load of work to make that a little bit more jazzy or whether you are one of our super patrons who help support us and allow us to do very cool things like buy new equipment and run good events uh, so we've got a few new folk who've joined the crew this week uh, Dustin Koenig Average Dad Plays Always Hungry Steve love that one um, Alexandre Gouillard Steve Matt Sean Fleming Bradley Baker John Wood Glenn Reed Jack Waller Anna Wilcox Tom Rolf Le Nicholas Dunlop Tim Justin McDonald welcome to the party thank you all very 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 much for um for, for supporting the show and a big thank you to all of you out there who've ordered the dungeon bowl mats and dungeon bowl tokens and stuff um it's just been really good fun to get them out there like I've loved seeing random posts where people are like hey I'm playing with this and I'm like yay people are using them yeah. they're useful are you still got any left yeah man we've got loads oh nice I um nice. I, I ordered another hundred Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, it was really funny. Um, Tiff came home from work, and I went out to meet her because, well, I work from home, so any opportunity to leave the house is actually like very exciting for me. I'm like, oh, I can walk across the street, uh, and then the that the postman kind of turned up with a box. I was carrying into the shopping, like to shopping and, and he was like, Oh, I'll just put it on the ground for you. I'm like, Thanks. Tip was like, oh, I'll get the parcel, went to pick it up and of course this is six hundred poker chips. <laughs> I was like <laughs> yeah. I was like, That's very heavy, you can't do it one And It's just like, oh, I'll be fine, I work in retail. <laughs> just couldn't pick it up. <laughs> I was like drag it in. Um then I sat there and what was she watching? I think it might have been Gilmore Girls again. I just sat there and like banged them all up. It was a really it was oh, actually really cathartic. I it's so good it's It's a tactile experience isn't it just having like i was like right i'm gonna have bags with the six and then i'm gonna have another bag with two extra ball tokens in because obviously we're doing the sixes and the eights so that you can run it that way and i'm like right this is all done we've got the bonehead like the um the the standard ball thing with like the the pins the tokens i bagged up little Mm -hmm. sets of those and now when an order comes in i can just like grab them from my little plastic drawer set and post it out really quick um (laughs) Which is good. It's been really nice. It's been really good fun. Anyway, uh, Blood Bowl news. One, thank you for supporting. Two, a massive thank you to those people who come to our tournaments. And we've got some coming up in 57 days, 12 hours, 38 minutes and 24 seconds time. It will be South Coast Autumn. Um, I suppose when this podcast goes out, it'll be a little bit later than that, but it doesn't really matter. Less than two months to go for the event. All of the information is on boneheadpodcast.com. We've got 11s on the Saturday and we've got 7s on the Sunday. The rules pack is in there. There's a roster build in there as well. Um, it, it's all good to go. The tickets are being sold via Entoyment. Now, right now, they are still discounted. But I think, um, I think that's going to end soon, uh, so Trips tells me. Um, but I haven't spoken to Pete recently, so if you are umming and ahhing about coming to one or both days, grab the ticket now before it goes up a little bit in price. I still think it's pretty good value. So we've got those two events coming up, and then we've got Bonehead Bowl in November, which is November the 26th, and that is mixed teams and Dungeon Bowl teams. It's three games of 11s. It's at Antoinette, and that one is just pure carnage. But... South Coast series autumn. Ben, you're thinking mm-hmm. about well. Ben's going to be odd man in this time. Last was who was it? Was it was Milton odd man in? Milton was yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he got to he rushed admin this time. So I thought, you know what, you do the admin side. That's fine. I'll odd man in. You're gonna train him. <laughs> you're gonna train him up on score.
1: Yeah, he, he doesn't need training.
0: He's good enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Milton's pretty good in that side. Uh, so we are we're gonna do something really cool. And I'm super psyched. So we are going to... well, We're going to do a test live stream of a mini tournament. Mm -hmm. In three, four weeks' time, on Sunday the 18th of September, Ben, Trips, and potentially a few other people are coming around to Castle Green... Uh, No, not Castle Greenman. That's what... Castle Bonehead is what we call it. And... um, we are going to do, we're going to lay out everything as if it's a proper tournament. We're going to have the top table, we're going to have the camera setups, we're going to have the stream setup, and we are going to stream three games of sevens with intermissions, with score overlays, and just do everything we can with coverage, with commentary on the games. And we're going to do a really good trial because we've now got, I think, the equipment and everything that we need to be able to do this for the 11s tournament and the 7s tournament at SCA. And then Bonehead Bowl as well. So, pretty really exciting to think about that. Like,
1: I'm really hoping this goes well because sure,
0: it will. I am actually super, super, super confident. Like, yeah. And uh, you and I have got a tech play day on Monday. Yeah. I'm well excited for that. I am so excited. To, for that.
1: Me and my mates used to do this like so much when we we're like, uh, like kids, sort of in like 15, 16. we go to like, what we called like Toys R Us, which was just like Curry's. I think it was just Curry's back in the day before it merged PC World, one of the two. And- um, Back in the day. Yeah, and we just like would do a little browse, pick up something, maybe head down to like the PC part store and upgrade one of our computers. And it was so much fun. So
0: it's gonna <sighs> be like that, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. I haven't even decided what we're gonna try and achieve, but Bringing, I mean, I'm bringing all the equipment and we just i don't know i, I don't know i don't know there's no goal try and is... get
1: the audio bang on try and get the camera bang on and yeah. just so that we have like the presets ready so we can basically try and hit a button everything's good to go because that will be the ideal i think
0: yeah i i think so and uh then a few weeks later we get to play um and I don't know. I, I spent a little bit of time watching some 40k stream, although I'm going to leave that to a hobby, I think. Um, but I'm just looking at it and thinking, we can do this. We can do this for Blood Bowl. And I'm super excited, Ben, for it. Um, yeah. And I'm even more excited that there's a, a good chance you could end up on the feature match at our own tournament, which would just be amazing. Because you top-tabled. The last time you played in one of our tournaments, you were top-table last round. Yeah, that's true. Up against Wayne. You wouldn't
1: think that from the performance on the Bonehead Podcast channel, but um, <laughs> when I still don't think to... I've won a game on camera yet. When so, Ben yeah.
0: wants to play well, he plays really, yeah. really, really well. It's just he's, uh, he's an extrovert yeah, it. when it comes to gaming. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can have this one. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't done anything stupid for a while. I'll dodge into
1: some tackle zones. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, um, hey, that's how I've been playing Skaven, which we'll definitely be talking
0: about. Can <laughs> Skaven let you do that? That's why I like them. And of course, Hack, Bait as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's all on the website. Uh, there is one update for Am- for Amazons. Basically, is that we tickets are on sale, and this is for Bonehead Bowl and for South Coast Autumn. Like we know Amazons are coming. We don't know when they're coming. So essentially, for both tournaments, you can run either roster. So if you if you if you come in, you've put your ticket, and you want to run your Amazon team, Team of Legend, you're all set send your roster in no worries at all obviously amazon's uh hopefully will be dropping in like a month's time so a month before the event and there's going to be a ton of people i imagine who are like oh my god new shiny let's run the roster let's see how it goes so we will want both to be allowed and i think this is the right thing to do i think we did this for norse uh at our last event i think we did uh maybe yeah, Dungeon yeah, Ball. yeah and it caused uh, no problem i think everyone ran the new roster I can't imagine anyone's going to run the old Amazon roster. It's just if you've got a team of legend, we don't want we, we're all about allowing as many people to play as easily as possible. Yeah, um, exactly. Because that's what that's what it should be. So we had an update to that. We've had an update to Bonehead Bowl as well. Um, in the previously it was about you can it, it's basically um non-standard Blood Bowl. Day. It's awesome. Uh, we used to have it like there's a whole bunch of mixed teams going into this edition we've added all the dungeon bowl teams so you can run a college of heavens team on the pitch college of beasts get all those big guys like there's a ton of cool stuff or you could run a badlands brawl team and elven kingdoms team using a mixed team format that we put together which is pick two teams that link either by the regional special rule or a different thing that we'll come to in a second, you have to have at least four players from each of those rosters, and the reroll cost is the most expensive one. We've now expanded that monstrously because there wasn't enough combinations so now you've got the regional special rules so you can still run your elven kingdom league but at the behest of quite a few people uh, we've opened it up to alignments again so now there's uh i did the calculations uh when i was on my walk the other day i think there's 600 combinations of teams <laughs> In this new edition <laughs> so you can run a, a goblin orc roster a black orc snotling roster it's just carnage and there's giants as well so you can kind of go okay i'm gonna take an undead team with some cheap snotlings and i'm gonna chuck in a, a giant there are some restrictions with teams but quite frankly not many and the full rules pack is up on the page um unsurprisingly haven't done a roster builder for that yet uh that'll be that'll be fun actually that'll be fun to do but yeah so amazons both are allowed star player access if you if your star player can play for one of your teams you can play for your mixed team it's not a problem you don't have to take a mixed team if you've just got one team and you want to run it go for it go nuts no problem at all um but yeah it's it's just it's almost unlimited blood bowl and ben i think you you played in the first one before you before you joined the podcast yeah, this was the first one I did. Was a bonehead bowl.
1: Um, that was with the the trolls. Goblin orc mix team with a maximum troll. You can get better now. Now you got Snotlings. so you can go up to. Well, if they if they release Ripper by then, which I doubt, mm. um, then you go up to what six trolls.
0: Yeah, I wonder if you could. Oh. You couldn't afford morgue not at three eighty as well, could you? Five trolls. Um, no, no.
1: Who's uh, the- actually, you might be able to.
0: Who's the cheapest strength? Uh, Varag at 280. Um, yeah. I think Varag's good,
1: and that kind of... Well, okay. Varag is not, okay, not bad, which is essential for a troll roster. Actually, no, because Ripper's good. Okay. Oh. Ign- ignore all of that. But, I, like, I do, do. The,
0: I seriously, Miss Ripper. The troll with
1: Ripper and Doomdiver was just... It was actually quite good. When it worked, yeah. it was quite good. It um, was,
0: but they've nerfed... Yeah. Well, Ripper's just been Thanos snapped, yeah, uh, and um, the Dune Diver is is not as good as he used to be. No,
1: no, not uh, terrible, but not a, not. A, he took quite a few nerfs, didn't he?
0: Yeah, and then he lost
1: the. the, the lost the. Um... The, swoop, the swoop. The swoop. Swoops got worse.
0: Yeah, basically, and, and the landing plus one to worse. landing. Yeah, oh man, yeah. He, got, he got much worse. Um, yeah, no uh, wonder Goblins have suffered so much. Although they've now got access to Bomber, so yeah, no, that's true. No regrets. So yeah we've got a bunch of stuff coming up we'll be streaming a live tournament on the 18th of september so do tune in i'm probably just going to run it through youtube so that we can get the polls in the chat because i want to try out some of the stuff like who's going to win out of this game and stuff like that um and then saturday the 22nd of october is elevens at the jas bowl in southampton the 23rd of october is sevens again at the gs bowl and then 26th of november is uh 11's bonehead Bowl at entoyment so we got yeah we got coverage every month hopefully assuming everything goes to plan although we've got you know we've got two months but we got four, 57 days and a tech session and a test streaming session so i'm confident ben
1: yeah, I, if if we don't have a, if we don't have it by then, we're clearly doing something terribly wrong.
0: I'm going to buy a I'm going to buy a coverage tent as well, but that's another matter that's not, i think i think it's a genius i, think, idea. I think that's over. <laughs> <laughs> you sent it to me
1: so so ben sent me the picture of a coverage tent and i think i opened it on my phone at like because you sent it to me i like did it was time. about half
0: 12 one o'clock in the morning yeah
1: and i opened that like delirious it's sort of like the pre-awakening you get before you fully wake up and it was like 4 a.m or something checked my phone saw that message went back to sleep and then ben mentioned it later in the day and i was like I was convinced I dreamed that because
0: I didn't (laughs) think that was real, we sent this like gazebo booth with like windows and stuff. It is a gazebo. The the whole idea right (laughs) is that tournaments are loud, not only are tournaments loud but unless you are I think like maybe three or four meters at least away from somebody's table if you're doing coverage like and commentating I don't want the players to hear I don't want you to be, I don't want I, the worst thing in the world would be me playing a game and hearing someone go oh he's got a blitz on the left hand side is he going to take it no he's not going to take it I can't believe he missed that blitz oh he's done it Could you just be awful um we we did we did our fumble tournament right and I was doing coverage while playing against James the Dwarf Lord mm. and because he was also tuning into the stream he was like oh yeah thanks for all the coaching like like I could hear you talking about what my options were, and and they were really good. I was like, oh, brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Um, isn't that isn't that called ghosting or something? Coaching, I think it is coaching. No, no, no. But like on streams, like imagine... oh, what on like
1: actual ones? Oh yeah, no, yeah, stream sniping, stream sniping, yeah. <laughs> I can't well no, actually that's not really right. It's not, it's, yeah, that's like when you look at what the opponent's doing on the stream.
0: Yeah, I well, um, hey, I think that's actually what was happening, I guess. But it, it, blood, yeah. there's no really there's no real secret information in Blood Bowl, is there? Which is probably why it's no. so, so good. Yeah. Um but, like
1: we're we're looking at the Magic the Gathering hand and being so what? I wonder if gonna play that this <laughs> turn. Yeah.
0: Although, Ben, we've got the uh, Magic the Gathering Blood Bowl set coming out at some point actually a thing yeah I'm that too no i think it's going to be like a commander set so it's not like a full-on draftable set but doing, i think i know they're doing warhammer ones they're doing 40k well. they're also doing blood bowl as well oh my goodness so uh when we have our tech day on monday i'm assuming you've got a couple of board games we could bust out and just see if we could do um see if there's a way we could have a setup so that we could cover a card game as well i'm thinking I've got magic so
1: we can just play that. <laughs> there you go
0: perfect i'm thinking you know overhead cam on the playing surface and then maybe mm. like an over shoulder cam on the hand i don't know yeah I, I think well that'd be good it would just be really cool to play the blood bowl um magic the gathering version like. you need
1: those cameras they do on poker tables you know where it's like underneath the underneath the rim yeah because i've got my board game table now you so do you position the game camera table. underneath that, and then you could like flip up the cards like they do in like james Bond. <laughs>
0: That would be quite fun. Anyway, anyway, we'll play around with that on Monday. Um, I don't remember what we're talking about now, apart from my coverage Uh... tent. Oh, yeah, my coverage tent. So the whole idea is that actually we could put a little tent up two meters away and have like a green screen background so that we can do the, the stuff, right? But also I think being inside a gazebo with a curtain between me and like the players should be enough to dampen the tournament noise a little bit And also mean that the players can't hear the coverage, which I think is really important. And also, Mm -hmm. it's a cool idea. It's a stupid idea. It's a cool idea. (laughs) But it was, yeah, I don't know. Ideas that happen at one in the morning aren't always brilliant. Um, (laughs) But anyway, on to Blood Bowl news. One thing that we have to mention, because I was supposed to mention it last episode and forgot, is... Break Tackle, which is this league manager that's being worked on, they've released this new trailer for it, and assuming I remember this as well, I'm going to insert it right now. Okay, so it's looking very, very, very cool. Now, I I, I don't think you cannot bring up tour play here. I, I don't think you cannot bring up the fact that it is essentially designed to do this uh, the same kind of things, although this one is looking like it's going to have things like graphs and stats, which I, I think is very, very, very cool. So uh, we we had a chat with the, the the guys who are brewing it up, there's only a couple of them working through it. Uh, and as they get further along as they can kind of release more and how it's going to work and give like demos and stuff we're going to be checking it out I, i'm really we were late to the party with tour play because mm-hmm. don't know we didn't really need it it was a bit you know it's fine we were right, right we're good to go actually now we've used tour play an online league manager is awesome um and this is kind of like okay now these guys have seen they're going at it from a slightly different angle They've seen the good things that Torplay does and some of the things that Torplay does that you're like, "Uh, it could be better. Actually, it'd be really great to have another version. Now, obviously, the biggest thing here um, is about data control, um, whether you can download your data to save your data. That's something that we'll have to find out as it goes further on, because that's something that Torplay doesn't do. And is the primary reason that people don't use it is because they want control of their data, which is appropriately a hot topic. Yeah, so break tackle, keep an eye out for that. We are gonna keep you in the loop on that. Uh next on Blood Bowl News is Charlie Victor. Have dropped another product. This one is a straight to retail product, which is the official Charlie Victor folding dice tower and tray. Do you know what? I actually don't have this to play around with on the channel, which is fine. I might actually <laughs> buy it because we don't tend to use um dice trays because we'd much rather throw them throw the dice at the models on the on the stream to Yeah, upset people which is yeah yeah just it's part of the fun isn't
1: it you can just you know (laughs) take out someone's gorgeously painted model just
0: yeah
1: kill that (laughs)
0: um yeah we need a dice tray cam as well ben um that's something we need to really focus (laughs) on um look charlie victor makes some absolutely brilliant stuff we've got two of the um the the thick skull cases like uh, and they're just phenomenal like i bring one to club every single week now it's just primo quality i'm super impressed and the fact is that this is just more great stuff it's pretty reasonably priced at 20 pound as well and the beautiful thing here is a dice tower right which means you won't have the rattle you won't have the noise you won't have the slamming of a dice cup of a metal dice cup onto a table people do this i don't understand why they do this they're the reason people hate people with dice cup by like... you've just lost like huh? <laughs> no, no 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 dice cups brilliant very good. The metal ones. Slam that. Slam that's brilliant. It keeps your dice in the right place. It's fair. It's all that kind of stuff. People, metal ones, absolutely. Don't don't bring a metal dice cup. We played that tournament in the basement of a shop and one of the players had just this metal dice cup with, I'm assuming, metal dice. And it just sounded like a 50 (laughs) caliber machine gun every time they rolled a save. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I, I came out of that just like Walked out of the shop, it was slow motion, my eyes were glazed over, and there was like Enya playing in the background because it was just it was just pure. I like... walked out of
1: metal gigs with letter damage.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um this felt and svelt. Really impressed. Really impressed. I think we're gonna have to order a couple of those for the channel. Um uh next thing to show. I'm going to make sure that this is muted and it is the vortice miniatures teaser trailer that they've put and called well that that didn't work so let's just not bother with that apparently enter full screen oh it does enter full screen Here we go so they've put this up. It's called dungeon dungeon blood bowl dungeon pitch and it's a very very little preview and i think it's going to be hard not to compare this to the mg picks awesome dungeon kickstarter yeah That's it. That's the trailer. That's the spoiler. It's just a little clip of a window. But it is Vortice. They do really good stuff. In fact, because um, I've been working on some Tomb King stuff, I've got their Vortice Tomb Kings team here. Um, I realised I never actually did an unboxing for that. So uh, I'll be doing that tomorrow. I was going to do it yesterday, but I was invaded by a gigantic spider, which shut down the studio for the entire evening while I hunted it down. (laughs) Genuinely. Absolutely ransacked my recording time. I was like, "I'm going to do some videos tonight, sweetheart." I said, like, "All right, yes, that's great. I'm going to read my new book. Awesome." I go in there and I'm just merrily like chilling out. In fact, I was preparing a print at this point, and I and just at the corner of my eye, I saw this just massive spider just drop from the window ledge. But I heard it land. Like, oh, that's-, that's the worst. It's like, do you know when it's like summer and you get those aggravating beetles that fly around and fly into stuff? Yeah. And they make that kind of like tap, 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 tap noise. Yeah. This spider just went bonk on the ground. I have mean,
1: heft. That's, that's cause yeah. for concern. I was yeah. like,
0: it, 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 it was like the size of a, it was like a black grape with legs. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't... It wasn't I
0: don't... like a house spider then. It wasn't like the, the brown ones that crawl really fast. It was. It was a house spider, but it was just yeah. of a gargantuan size. Yeah. <laughs> um and this is it like you know when you go through an event that makes you jump like you remember it and your reconstructive memory is like and there was fire everywhere yeah yeah well i i remember this spider being really 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 big but i have a i grabbed i grabbed my base collection when tiff was like well how big was it I was like cuz once they're dead they they all look basically the same right they look like memories and horror and um I grabbed my base my basing box and I was like that's not big enough that's not big enough it was somewhere between a 60 mil base and a 100 mil base oh my god and I'm that not huge. I'm not even joking like the the pint glass wasn't big enough <laughs> i I suppose you even got close enough to like measure that knowing you it was it was i I had no choice it was in the studio (laughs) i needed to use the studio if i I know
1: anything about you ben i think you'd genuinely rather burn down your house than deal with the spiders so
0: i may i didn't know what i was going to do i was i work in this office i was like right i i've been like as a kid terrified of spiders as an adult it's been fine like i have to kill the big Mm -hmm. ones and usher the little ones out to live somewhere else. Like it's fine. Like it's it's a shame that I have to kill them, but it is a it's very much fight or flight. This one broke my sanity. It shouldn't have existed. It was that quick moment of Cthulhu esque. Like I, I I get, I get eldritch horror movies now, because because <laughs> my mind was just warped. I was like that shouldn't exist. Like it just shouldn't exist, and it just like went boom and started like just doing mad lad things
1: the whole weather but the, sp- the bugs are getting crazy this year like i we've had hornets flying in through like, this window just behind me like last week every day a hornet would fly in like the same hornet and these things aren't stupid they're not oh. like flies they find their way out they come in to scout it yeah. so like it would fly in and i because i had my headphones on noise canceling <laughs> headphones, could not even tell and this thing just goes past my eye like this and these things they're are massive, like, right? from the other side you can see the head on their legs when they land they are big and, like, I mean, Australian listeners are probably visiting, being like, oh, yeah, we deal with one the size of buses. Yeah. But, what are you even um, talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Alison didn't believe me because she wasn't, she wasn't at home this day. And then I said, this massive hornet, and she was like, oh, but it's just a wasp. And then it came back the next day when she was there, and I've never seen her run out of the room faster. I was like, you see what it's like? <laughs> but, yeah, close the door. They find their way out. Spiders don't.
0: I, so, I, I am really, I'm pro animal welfare. Like, I will only buy free-range eggs, okay? But I cannot... I cannot suffer spiders of a certain size to live it affects me so i always have a book handy so dungeon bowl is here and uh oh um death zones over there because well i had to wipe the remnants of it off um (laughs) but this Absolutely brilliant. I've hit a hornet with this as well. Because of the way our, our staircase comes up, we've got one of those aggravating like full loop staircases, which is a complete waste of real estate. So I'm like looking at the staircase, I'm like, I have another room. Like there could this this tiny poxy room could be a normal human sized room if there wasn't just this stupid space. Anyway, in that stupid space, animals like to live. So every now and again they'll just be like that's really quite funny because sometimes birds fly into the window. Um and it just terrifies you because you're like, <laughs> What the hell? But the other day, Tiff was like, "Ah, there's, there's a thing," and I was like, "Okay, what's the thing?" And it was just this hornet just chilling out, and then it started flying us, so we had to close all the doors. And I naturally had a blood bowl book. and dude, I, I, it was like signs. It was like whack. Uh, it was, it, it was, it was a terrifying thud. But I have never been so proud of anything. Like I was like, "I'm sports. Run. I'm sports." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolute home run um so yeah blood bowl rule books, they're not just great games they are also excellent protection devices against animals small animals but no this is it like it's not it, it wasn't like a spider you're like oh there's a spider up there okay if a small bird flew in your room or a mouse you'd be like okay there's a there's an animal in this room there's that this spider crossed that threshold uh this spider did not have stunty, okay, is basically all I'm saying, and now he's gone, so rest in peace, terrifying mind machine. Um, but uh, I can't remember why we were talking about that, there was a reason for that. Uh, for these miniatures, <laughs> oh, yeah. So last night, yeah, I was supposed <laughs> to do the uh, I was gonna do the unboxing, it's top five Friday, it's Tomb Kings this week. Um, so I was like, oh, I need to do a size comparison, went to look at our youtube to find it and i was like i don't think i ever actually did this one so when yeah so i was sat down i was gonna put a print on then film the video and that's when it all happened and then i spent several hours taking the studio apart to like find where it was living and it was uh living between my necromunda board and the wall and like leaned it backwards and it was just like even when it was like you know when they like haunch up to be, yeah like, yeah it was it was Oh. it was massive dude like it was easily as big as a wood elf no that's, a, that's an exaggeration but mm, actually when it was haunched it was probably like that and I was like okay well this is I'm terribly sorry old bean but page 53 for you Um, and, and that was how it ended but I had to take all the studio apart and then quite frankly I sat downstairs and shook uh- <laughs> Because you my... weren't okay. No. It was not okay. It was not okay. Yeah. I haven't been that uneasy since we saw Aragog at Harry Potter World. Oh, <laughs> oh Aragog. Anyway, I do want spiders in Blood Bowl because I think there's a great rule set there. Um, anyway, yes. Other cool hacked. things. Other cool things. Uh, Milton wanted us to let everybody know that Mud and Blood has a late pledge element. So Mud and Blood is the uh kickstarter for a whole bunch of 3d printable pitches 15 quid and there's like 20 pitches there's 7s pitches there's 11s pitches they've got stadium bits and it's a really impressive piece and uh it was designed for plastic printing plastic printing horizontally which is genius when it works printers are volatile right i mm-hmm. trips <sighs> selfishly I know you're going to listen, Trips, went with his family on a family holiday to the Nordic Fjords on a cruise. I, know, I know. So couldn't print it for us. Milton was like, yep, yeah, I got this. Um, and his printer was it just printers being printers, right? So I was like, no worries. I'll cut it up and do it in resin. And did it. And it worked. And now they're going to provide cut up slices to put on a resin printer. And I love it. Like, the de- it's, it's detailed it's simple detail it paints really nicely but it's actually flat enough for you to actually put models on like ben you've seen like some of the other 3d printed stuff haven't you where they're like
1: yeah, sometimes they get rocks everywhere and it can be quite face unfriendly uh yes they can call their armor at warhammer world though is there one no, 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 but it would oh. like if you you know when they take off the bases and just like pin them in, that oh. would look pretty sick.
0: That would, yeah. Exactly. But yeah. not ideal for actual tabletop. But they've got their late pledge. It's so much stuff on there. Um they did a great job on the Kickstarter. And I cannot wait to get the rest of the pictures because I think it's absolutely brilliant. Uh was there anything else, Ben? That was it. That was it for the Blood Bowl News. Waiting on Amazon still. Yeah. When is it Ben? Day four hundred and fifty five. Exactly. I don't
1: know. This is definitely a longest we wait for a team. It's been like nothing. Um
0: yeah. I reckon in the next couple of weeks though. So this podcast is dropping on the twenty eighth. Twenty seventh. So maybe the twenty eighth, which means yes. pre release for the third, and then it'll be out for the tenth of September. Um that would be good. One of you guys could run an Amazon's team for the sevens tournament on stream mm. okay we got we got a couple of we've got a few weeks could be work could be good i'm just excited to see what the roster is going to be um anyway let's wrap up the news and talk about a hobby because ben has been to some places okay it's hobby time and i've got my new toy, all set up. Let's do some zooming. Oh, that's the wrong zoom button. That's just panning left and right. We can. Is it that. remote controlled? Yeah, it's remote controlled, and there's okay, presets, cool. and it's auto zoom, and it does all kinds of stuff. We can zoom in even further on the models. I haven't quite figured out how to autofocus, but there you go. We can see some of my bad paint jobs. Wait, you you got it? manual focus. Dude. Yeah, you can uh, you can flex oh. it. So, but I haven't quite figured out how to use it properly yet. Hey, okay, uh, that's on Monday's for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we can do some I'll press auto. Cool. Here we go. Got some focus on the little dude. So I've been having a great time playing with this piece of magic fun. Uh, but a uh, hobby. Ben, what have you been up to while I do this in the background?
1: Uh, I finished the Amazon
0: team. I think I was painting on the last podcast,
1: um, which is good because I plan myself on that. And I managed to get the entire painting stuff under seven hours, which is good. Sorry, the um, team
0: in seven hours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you take out the test model, I like did, then yeah. Um, that's ridiculous dude. That's amazing. Yeah. So that, yeah, I was really happy with that because that's kind of part of a personal goal as I'm trying to like min max the sort of time quality stuff. So yeah, that feels really good. Um, so I did that. and but I also went to Warhammer world which is really cool. So a bunch of mates. Uh, we had this planned for quite some time. Uh, they're all parents, so it's really hard to plan things. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but um, yeah, we went off to on the, on the old pilgrimage to Warhammer World and played some 40K games, which was honestly really cool. And I even managed to uh, uh, teach my mate Bud Bowl in Bugman's, which is an awesome oh, experience. Oh, that is so, so had, had our beers, cool. had our food, and yeah, just had it set up. So I, I took the wooden, no, wooden cardboard um, pitch that you get in the starter set, made it two squares, put it on the side of the table and just like while we were drinking, eating, just, you know, taught him the ins and outs of Bud Bowl. Basically like followed the sort of, um, uh, like video game tutorial style, which is just like, here is your player. They move this. And then when you move this, you can do this and then like, you know, level one, level two, level three, and then eventually played a little, like, basically it's just essentially set him up, um, scenarios so it would be like he'd have five players configured in a certain way i'd have five players configured in a certain way and i'm just like okay get the ball to this square in the hands of one of your players and just like hand hand over to you like how would you do that and then it would be like you do something and then it means he's doing a two die uphill block and he does it and fails and it's like okay you failed restart and then try again <laughs> and it was like that <laughs> we
0: we, talk, we talked it about really well using the tutorial using a tutorial method like that before haven't we because it's a very very, yeah. very good way of doing it you I mean, picked it up and then we played in late in the evening and played a game
1: so yeah it, was, oh. it seemed really good um i only did one half um because yeah, doing a full like full 16 turn game and, and i'm surprised, you, did, players I'm surprised quite... you didn't bust
0: out seven's pitch and do it that way i don't own a games workshop seven pitch <laughs> Ah, i've got two. yeah i've got two i just need to I know
1: i should have planned for that um because i wanted to do that but busting out in I didn't know how they feel about rolling out Neoprene and Buckmans. So. Mm, yeah, that's fair um, enough. Got to protect yeah. that IP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it was a really, really cool trip. Fun to get some 40k games in. Um, Grand Tournament games, which is the first time i played that. Really weird and hard, man. Um, I don't think I like it. <laughs> Grand Tournament games. Yeah, those are like the competitive rule set. So you have like, you pick your secondaries and you've got primaries to achieve
0: oh yeah it's just
1: very much like i'm play i have my objectives that i need to do and it doesn't really matter what you do because i've built my list around doing this exact one thing and all i need to do is do it um i prefer the tempest of four which like with the cards where it's kind of reactive and dynamic and what you do every turn is kind of you know you have to build a list of kind of what's, what's the word like all comers yeah yeah all rounded yeah. all rounders yeah you got to you got to kind of make that, and I think I prefer that side of 40k. It's a reference preference. I think that a lot of people like the grand tournament stuff. But...
0: I um, I've been very vocal about not approving of uh, Age of Sigma and 40k, really. Although I, I I've spent the last weekend uh, on and off watching tournament coverage of mm-hmm. um oh gosh where is it what is the channel I was watching because I found it on the YouTube and really liked what. The guy was doing and how he was doing it war games live it's a chap called joe who does it and he did this coverage of the salt lake open over the entire weekend um and i it's, it's it's not easy right blood bowl is amazing because it is simple you've got the stuff on the pitch and it's all decisions like it's 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 all decisions on the board it's all your risk and reward kind of stuff which is just awesome that's why it's the best game out there but i really enjoyed watching the coverage of 40k um and because of that oh where's the rules set i wonder if there is a player pack i'm gonna click that and see if that's run the way so i i get it like i, I can i could see the i can see the i can see why there was 180 players people playing 40k at um at was our beachhead this year. Uh it's it's cool, man. It's a huge investment. And I wouldn't trust the game system to stay remotely balanced long enough to be able to actually use anything I'd painted. This is where I think Blood Bowl has an incredible advantage because except for once every ever, right, where like Amazon's right now, this is the only period of uncertainty we've really ever had for a team for any particularly long amount of time and so and that's a level of uncertainty that makes people who bought models in 1998 nervous and it's now 2022 mm. so there's nearly 25 years where actually you've been able to play with your team for most mostly the same way whereas 40k and aos like you're like goo i'm gonna pay i'm gonna spend 80 quid buying two boxes of this one unit and then the unit's gonna get nerfed on a random tuesday faq uh it just makes me makes me super nervous about it but it's 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 a uh, it's a very immersive rule set. Um, and watching the coverage, which I think was probably the way you called it, because they had um, they had like primaries and secondaries and all this kind of stuff, and it was very much kind yeah. of like, okay, the first ten minutes of my turn is me talking through these special powers from this book. Uh, yeah, like you say, the theme and
1: the the theme of the game is nailed. It's a really good theme. It's just sometimes I just feel just a bit too much <laughs> I yeah. don't think it needs to be
0: that much yeah it's I, I agree I agree uh, I, I, I've been impressed uh, so I watched a couple of games mm. so they had the um, Chaos Knights and I was like this is pretty cool and then yesterday I was stumbling through like coming towards the end of the month got to look at the Patreons that are coming out the, the the 3D printed ones to see right which teams are we going to do print to pitch get it all planned out and then I came across uh, Gamac, who do like Definitely not 40k stuff, including yes. some knights. I was like, oh, you know what? I've really fancied like playing with some getting some knights, painting some knights, because I'm a big fan of big monsters, hence my absolute love of giants in Blood Bowl, um, and my aggravation at the 0 to 1 restriction. Um <laughs> and I was like, oh you know what? I'm gonna print some knights. So I joined there I got their files and I've got two armages coming off the printer very, very, very shortly and uh, then I'm, I'm tempted to print out a full chaos knight just to get my 40k like i've built a thing i've painted a thing kind of thing so that's
1: and that's that's the only way to do it and there's, like if you want to do it you only need a couple of models so that, yeah
0: that's kind of what i was thinking that was what you know when um the big giant dudes were released for age of Sigmar. yeah i was hoping they were going to be like knights but for aos
1: they kind of are aren't
0: they Nah. And uh, there's basically uh, the age of sigmar is just really against customization in any way shape or form isn't it that's true yeah um amusingly that's how war machine used to be and now war machines come back and been just is massively different in that regard where even your special characters have a choice of stuff to take which was always like the problem with it is it was a case of there were no vanilla leaders everyone was everyone was a special character basically so it'd be like playing blood Bowl, but everyone on your roster is either a lineman or a or you know zara Carla, griff yeah it's like oh yeah it's an interesting one um but yeah so i've been doing some printing what else have you been up to bt uh
1: i think that's that's about it i've been building a lot of my um punga stuff i only have one more team left to build um on it i built the old norse team because i think we're going to be getting that done or some podcast channel content um i mm-hmm. promise you a norse team so um yeah that's uh yeah i've basically just got a whole lot of ongoing projects but i think i'm going to take some time and just have some commissions that i need to get done so i think i'm going to take some time try and progress those then go back to all the fun stuff um
0: yeah i think that's a great that's a great thing to do. Get yourself clear, you know, fresh air. Mm. Um, and then you've got a week off coming up and then we've got yeah, exactly. a lot of fun stuff coming up, which is pretty good. I, I'm, I'm personally very excited about everything we're doing for the next three months. I, I'm going to be bummed out at Christmas, um, <laughs> uh, to be honest with you. So, Hobby, uh, I did a little bit of printing and I have been... So, Full disclosure, we're gonna be starting to, to film seven super series after my stupid hospital delay uh in a few weeks' time. But also we need to work on getting things ready for the Bonehead Championship. And one of them is a Chaos Renegades team. So I've I've built the Renegades team and I've started putting the base colours down. I'm using the Fanath Snake Man as the Dark Elf. Because the team is the Seanbad Serpents. So we're gonna have the Dark Elf there. Uh, yeah, as that, we're going to have a Punga Rat Ogre as the Rat Ogre because, quite frankly, you've got to have three big guys when it comes to Renegades. Uh, we're going to be using Boney, the Bonehead Podcast Ogre model for our Ogre, uh, which is the old Windsor Chog model. So, happy with him. Naturally, we're going with Brute Fun's Minotaur for the Minotaur on the roster. Um, I, haven't started, oh, that I haven't quite figured out how to paint the skin. I think I might do, like, dark, like, black... With a bluish hue to make him kind of grashnacky. Um, okay. Haven't, I like that haven't quite decided. So you've
1: got a really bright um, armor scheme, right, don't you? So yeah. something dark would, would look good on that.
0: And I've got a goblin from Torchlight, who was my paint scheme tester. Uh oh, that's so, so good. Armor's going to be something like this, but with more stripes. And a, a, that was only my first layer of um, like layering of the color. So the color is going to be brighter than that. Like, Because you rightly pointed out that all of my teams look exactly the same on YouTube. So I'm going to paint all of my teams from now on with bright, garish colours and get Ben to paint the rest of them. Uh... <laughs> all the dark, drab <laughs> ones. That's, that's what I like. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, what else have we got? Got a Skaven, which is one of the Punga dudes. Although I did find another model that I was tempted to swap in, but I think as I've already based and painted this guy. So you've got to have the Skaven. The Orc is a Torchlight Orc. One of my favourite orc teams they just got great models great character i went with a blue skin tone because actually it's just i fancy doing something different and also green skin with green armor yeah green on green yeah it will disappear can it it does oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's gonna be fun gotta consider that yeah and for the humans i'm going with the torchlight marauders uh actually i think it works really well to to be um Mm. to be marauders for the chaos renegades team the klc that would be good so i've Makes been sense. building and painting a blood bowl team so i've been i've been doing some stuff yeah busy yeah it's good fun and Nothing obviously good. we're all waiting for the amazon drop that'll be uh that'll be the next kind of big burr uh, that we have um and i guess the only other thing to mention is that i think there's a chance that the saturn two will turn up tomorrow Oh, yeah, I forgot you got that. Which, <laughs> which is uh, very, very, very exciting. Um, So, Elegoo Saturn 2 is a gigantic printer. Uh, so, um, you know, I, I joined because I was like, well, this is right. It was a good price. It was like 500 euro, $500 or something. The build plate is just monstrous. It's like two and a half times the size of the Mars 2. It's like four times the size of the Mars 1 um and they were like oh you know you know jump into batch three and it'll turn up in september and then um got the little notification today at three in the morning saying hey it's been shipped and i'm like yeah it's coming from china like no worries it's going to be september and then a little thing that was like this is going to be delivered by dbd tomorrow so i don't know if i don't know how i don't know i'm not getting excited because it may not be that thing but there is a there is a chance that tomorrow i will be playing with a saturn two
1: it's really exciting screw work
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that build plate i have the chaos knight printed in no time yeah <laughs> genuinely that'd be great so uh i'm very jealous that'd be cool um oh my god ben league we've, oh yeah we've played blood bowl as well yeah
1: i haven't had a game i don't think since the last pod though but you have you've mm. had two since then you're four and zero at the moment aren't you yeah four and oh, still clinging on to that lead but uh you are catching out. up
0: i'm doing my best yeah but right so uh actually we can bring up the little tour play page for our league update let's go and do that and i'll switch back to soon. So, yeah i've got two games in since our last chat um i played against undead jack with his undead team uh let's press f11 and then go back to the news display and then make this actually visible again. Swoop. There we go. Elegant. There we go. Right. Uh, I had a game. It was really good fun. Um, And I think Jack is is second in the league at the moment. Yes, he is with his shambling undead. And uh, Mm. I'm playing with the Bucks, uh, the Black Mountain Buccaneers, and it was a one-all draw. Really tough game. I got to run Bomber. He had 250k on me, so I think I was Bomber, Bribe fungus and a re-roll i think i had to pay some of the petty cash to get it but um i took that third re-roll as an inducement it was a great game um the the i was not expecting the blackhawks to be able to beat up on on uh, on the undead and i think i elected to receive and just actually pounded and, and and ground out the time um i couldn't quite stop him from scoring so it was a, an equalizer and then um, had a chance to score in the second half to to go for the 2-1, but Bomber uh, double wand and just oh, no. blew himself up uh, i deployed with like a really great shot at hitting three zombies on the line i was like yep let's leave you there leave you there we'll bomb that then we'll pick up the ball and he just blew himself up and uh oh. i think it was turn seven so it cost I, I i should have played tighter but i got excited at the prospect of blowing stuff up uh, mm-hmm. which is fine not a bad way to it's likely it. it's normally quite likely for him to work so you know it sounds, one of those roles it was, that it was a two plus it just, yeah exactly two plus yeah i hit all your zombies uh kind of which was uh which was all right and then um, this week i've got to play against necro will um i think that's going to be how i'm referring to people from now on right there, their team um which means you're Skaven ben which is nah, just definitely that's, not. Which oh yeah is, we'll
1: uh, wait we'll to see if i win <laughs> <I'm just>
0: <laughs> uh so necro will was running necro um one werewolf two ghouls two whites two uh flesh golems and it was a it was a good a good game um I kicked uh played a good bit of defense stole the ball scored the first half and then received for the second half went down controlled stalled uh and then had to turn it over though back and gave them two turns to score and just werewolfed up the side, Tried to blitz him, couldn't quite work. Pinned him against the sideline, and then he just took a couple of bad, a couple of bad dodges and got it and and scored scored the one. Um, no don't I don't mind that. Uh, actually, two ones, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm tr- coming after you. Then I know your first place in the standings with your four wins. But it's tight though, I got up to fourth, but then uh, Richard Alderson won with his uh, dark elves and pushed me down to fifth. So I'm on the way up. The black mounted Buccaneer. I'm going to wear the uh, the shirt next week, don't uh, I realise I haven't worn yet. So I've been taking some randoms on the goblins just just because just because. Grot Brady got pro after the very first game, got the MVP and a touchdown, and then after game two, I don't know if he got MVP again. He got is it MVP or did he just get another touchdown? Oh no, he got MVP as well. Yeah, he got MVP twice, uh, and then I took another random general because I'm like right, sure hands. Wrestle, block, kick—all really good. Any of those will do. Pro was okay. Then he rolled into frenzy, which I was like, "Ah, oh, he's gonna die. Yeah. Like this is gonna be, this is gonna be rubbish." <laughs> Having a frenzy dude on a Black Orc team is wicked. Yeah, Black Orcs are just able to just two die wherever they want. It's really easy to set up a block with two supports. So Grot Brady starts up on the line, right? and just mm-hmm. gets four die block with Pro. So it's a four and a half die block to open the series. And got Brady was just my seventh Blackhawk.
1: Yeah, and I find um, from playing like the wear team, having grab into Frenzy people is often really good because you can put them in the right spot and then you don't have to use the blitz and then you can still like, get the assist on the extra yeah so for, grab works really nicely with frenzy so yeah I if that ever came up for you but
0: it's so yeah oh yeah my black orcs with grab it's just absolutely dominating it's fantastic yeah um then small source snapper got a td in the mvp uh rolled a random and got wrestle at the end of my game that's good yep excited for that one Barflog the brave uh got two tds and then ended up with shadowing yeah that's not that's not so good no <laughs> um but hey well yeah exactly they're, they're goblins they're, they're on gonna... movement less than a uh,
1: chameleon skink and they decided that that was a good thing to have so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah maybe it will come up i don't know I'd, but hey it's a goblin like these cheap enough to be replaceable i went high on df to start with for this team so i've just been absolutely cashing in i've picked up reroll three and uh, i've got 110k in the kitty so i only need 30k oh, did you buy some some fans when you started then i maxed out well i didn't max out it took five instead of goblin uh, or apothecary i went and bought five um df more money yeah and it's been brilliant i've got to the 3rd reroll by game three um and now it's a case of actually i've got 110k i don't know whether to buy the 12th goblin or um uh, get the apothecary i think apothecary is probably a good idea um but i, I don't yeah. know i like keeping the tv low because actually being 50k down and getting bomber is absolutely huge
1: yeah, I actually started with a coach on my team, um, which has been amazing. It's paid off, I think, every single game, because now it's seven on the table. It happens so often, you know, like Catan rules. You, you, you're rolling those <laughs> sevens quite often, yeah. quite frequently. You were. Uh,
0: you did say about it the other day, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, so inducing a second coach for 20k and having two is often like really good. Um, And that, yeah, has come into effect quite a lot. Oh, your, um, your team's a bit beat up at the moment then. Yeah, that's, they are. They are really beat up. Like I'm getting wins, but like at what cost? <laughs> quick Fortunately, quick. I haven't had any dead gutter runners like that. That's that's the big thing. Quick, just the dead run.
0: border. Your block two heads dude is missing next game and looks like he's got a niggling yeah. injury. Yes. Uh, no, I don't think he's niggled. Is he? Is oh, he just missed next game? I think he's just missing.
1: Yeah, niggling's like the plaster on tour play.
0: Oh, one of my guys um, has got a
1: niggling injury then. Yeah, I did. Fortunately, though, last game managed to level up the other gutter runner. Because I knew that so quick got um, taken out really early, and uh, so I was like, right, I need another blocking guy runner to do the next game with. So put everything all in one match <laughs> to get the, the TDs for that. So
0: I'm very much looking forward to the next segment where we talk about starting rosters because you went a very different mm. way than I did. Um, yes. And I, and I think between you, me, and the Bola Championship, we've covered like the, the main builds. So we can kind of go into detail about like actually what's good about it, what's the vulnerabilities about it, because Skaven kind of play in different ways, um, which is pretty cool. Right. I have talked about painting. I've talked about printing. You've talked about playing games at the Games Workshop Holy Land. I think we're all done for hobby at the moment ben yeah all exception. right let's talk skaven okay so it's do you know ben it's been two years since uh we went through all the 2020 spoilers wow yeah that's that's
1: a lot that was with ben davy
0: wasn't it um oh that was the oh yeah that was no, the that high, highs high. and lows actually. Yeah that was highs and lows. But that's um it's been two years now since we knew Blood Bowl 2020 was coming. It's been two years since the the two years since twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, yeah. Well. Uh, and uh, so we've had we've had all that amount of time to play twenty twenty now and to experiment and, and really kind of feel out the new league system. Yeah. Because the way leagues work in twenty twenty are I think, much, much different to, to Blood Bowl 16. Just, Blood Bowl 16 was was really random, and was in some ways, I don't know, Ben, if you, if you agree, some ways that was great fun.
1: Yeah, it was old school, that's for sure. Um, I, I do agree, I think yeah, no, I can't say it wasn't fun, because, you know, we played it and enjoyed it, but uh, um, yeah, it was definitely like often I felt like the league could be dominated by
0: the person who
1: just rolled the high sixes. rolls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. hard to keep up with that. Yeah,
0: there mm. were two two main issues with the old league system. Sort of issues. Uh, you know, one was the random agility, random strength ups that you could just just get like it yeah, just happen and it would Warp, uh, warper team, warper meta, uh, and then there was the stupid income rule, which was like, oh, oh let's roll a dice and see how many squares you move. That the toughest bit. I hate that was me, uh,
1: yeah, like running high elves with that was really miserable because I remember getting like ones and twos every game, and I'm just like, right, okay, so I'm never gonna get my blitzer back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna take me like, like eight to ten games exactly to, even to get him back. Exactly. Yeah, but in this edition scoring is incentivized you get just 10k for scoring a touchdown so if you need to if you need to get money to get that 3rd reroll to get that next big guy or whatever all you got to do is score a load of touchdowns okay um and then dedicated fans gives you an opportunity to influence the winnings but it will also influence your opponent's winnings as well so this has been something i've been quite interested to see like a couple of my opponents in the league have been like high df and i'm like Woo-hoo! we're going to get loads of money here i don't even care if i don't win like it doesn't matter i'm going to be able to get Mm -hmm. 70k probably to buy that reroll and then you play against someone who's got two fan factor or two dedicated fans and you're like ah, i'm just paying for you (laughs) it's good (laughs) but the overall more you get more money per game generally speaking um yes definitely which is much better for agile teams so we've had this experience with the league where We've got a ton of games in. We've played the Bonehead Championship. So we've got to play with how teams develop in this system. Now, back in the before times, in the long, long ago, we would go through a team and we would hit up the Bonehead Basics, okay? We'd look at league play for a team, what your roster choices are, and how you develop your players. And that is what we're going to do. And like Ben said at the beginning of the show, it's going to be Skaven. We both love Skaven. I've always loved Skaven. Ben has now discovered the truth behind this, and... Do I? Yeah, oh, it's so, 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 so good. So, I think what we're going to do is... Well, should we... We'll talk through the rosters, because I think the rosters will help us talk through the play style. I think that's probably a good place to start. Okay, so, uh, full disclosure, we've got a starting rosters video for every team in Blood Bowl 2020. just... It covers league there's tournament rosters and and sevens rosters although the sevens ones are out of date but the new ones are coming in september so uh we're going to go through the skaven starting rosters video that we've done because it's got a load of different builds in there and we're going to talk through actually the benefits of running it so the first up is the no roger build i think this is the i think this is skaven classic this is the classic yes. skaven roster two blitzers four gutter runners all four gutter runners your thrower four linemen 3 rerolls comes in at nine fifty-five, which gives you well it gives you 40k so you can either bank it get your apothecary after game one or buy four dedicated fans and probably still get the apothecary after game one spoiler alert dedicated fans are incredibly useful so the way skaven ben what's the biggest advantage of the skaven team
1: the is like single-handedly they 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 win games um they're just ridiculous like even seeing in our league especially even like underworld when you get one like when they pop off and they get some skills they just are such a threat you only need one or two really and having four just lets you like you know when they're also incredibly squishy so you know when you lose one it's nice to have a bench of them so this just gives you so much flexibility
0: now when you talk about skaven when you think about it from a theme point of view they are all about um just don't care about my losses right that's how yeah. skaven work expendable. and and because you've got four gutter runners they are just expendable okay because yeah. if one gets killed you've still got three and you only mm-hmm. need one
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely i almost think that they're, they're too cheap because they make them expendable they've gone up in like price. they're 85
0: base right or do they go down in price i
1: don't it's know like- I don't know. Yeah, but they're 85 in this in yeah. this edition, and you get a lot of stat for that price. Like just movement nine, I think is. I I can see why they capped
0: movement. Yes, another game great change for 2020. Yeah,
1: because it nine from the get go is just there, there aren't any other players <laughs> that can keep up with that. No. Um, like a 12 might just about manage, but I mean, you know I- if they if they slip past, it's yeah.
0: You're bang on, right? So I played against Necro, uh, werewolves. We- movement eight. Movement eight is fast. Okay, war dancers yeah. are hated. They are fast. Werewolves are fast. Eight is a ton of movement, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Nine
0: is just miles, miles better. And they're edge two plus with dodge. Yeah. So Ben's right. Strength two, armor eight plus. It, it's and they are going to end up in places that they don't want to be and people are going to target them and the vulnerability of this roster Ben is that you've got four strength two players mm-hmm. Um. so even though gutter runners are almost unstoppable on offense they're incredibly useful on defense we'll talk about that but uh, from a, a strength on strength point of view you've got not a lot of things to play with here you are basically playing bad lineman elves at this point
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, like you're saying, it's like you have a bench of gutter runners, but you don't have a bench of players. So it's like you, I mean, with this, is this a 12 player roster?
0: Nope. Only 11.
1: This is only 11. Oh, okay. So there are no bench of gutters. So you're having them all out to be expendable and you're only getting players after your first game. Um, most likely you can get like another, like a line route or something just to give you that like flexibility yeah um, there, there, there is a bit yeah. of
0: flex with the the no rogue build you can actually just take three gutters and use that extra cash to have an apothecary ready and an, and an extra lineman instead so there's there's a, th- a few things you can do but actually i'm um,
1: think- a re-roll because um yeah drop a i like dropping a reroll for an extra player to save putting all the guys out in
0: one go that might, be, that might help. That's reasonable. So, um, yeah, Ben's Ben's bang on. The gutter runners are, by far and large, just one of the most exciting parts of the scavenger roster. Being movement nine, having edge two plus and dodge straight from the get-go means that they can fly around wherever. And because they're flying around wherever and scoring touchdowns really easily and really quickly, you're going to get to level two and level three really, really fast. And it gives you a lot of flexibility because... This roster here, you've got two Blitzers. The Blitzers are brilliant. But that's kind of it from a defensive point of view. But you get the option here. Get Block on a couple of Gutters. It protects them and actually gives you that opportunity to have a really speedy safety. Then you put Wrestle on one of them. I don't know if you've got that far in your current build, Ben, because you seem to be going through Gutter Runners. Yeah, I was hoping to get it with uh, (laughs) with one of them. But uh, yeah, uh, I haven't got one yet. But um, taking a two die up wrestle attack with a gutter is way more reliable than you think like it it just is and sometimes so even though this roster is light from strength one foul move one failed ball pickup by your opponent four gutters will get it they will harass your opponent and even if it just costs them three or four turns it slowed them right down and actually you're going to be left with two turns and i have yet to basically find a situation where i have not been able to score in two turns except by dice right because yeah. you you don't have to do a lot like
1: you, so it's often a case of rolling like out you know worst case like a three plus two plus dodge and then you, you it's with a three dodge plus re-roll. two plus
0: touchdown basically yeah exactly yeah. or you get in a position where you're like okay um all i've got to do is survive a blitz next turn and yeah. i've got dodge and, you know, by looking at your roster, Ben, you know, to block is the first skill you take on most gutter runners. And then you've got blodge. So, yeah, they're going to get two dice. But at that point, and this is the really interesting thing that I think people skip over with the fact that they are strength two. If you are going to get blitzed in the backfield, your opponent most of the time is going to be able to get an assist on your player. So whether they're blitzing with a strength four player or a strength three player with an assist, they're going to get two dice on you anyway. So being strength two in that situation, it doesn't massively matter because you are just going to get two die blitzed if you're out in the wind. You shouldn't be, but... It's going to it's gonna happen. It's going to come. So the no roger build, I think, is the classic Skaven roster. It, it, it is low on durability. I think we've, we've kind of discussed that. But actually, it gives you the maximum Skaven shenanigans. And now we've got the rat ogre build, which I put down as two blitzers, two gunners, one thrower, five linemen, three rerolls and the Rat Ogre. Is is that what you started with, Ben?
1: No, I think I had another player. I dropped one of the
0: re-rolls and got another player and a coach. Okay, all right. So you went real yeah. skinny, the two re-roll build. Uh, yeah. Did, did you start with two gutters, though? I did, yeah. Okay, so what made you go that route? Uh, the main reason I went this route is because
1: I really like the Rat Ogre model, and I really like just Rat Ogres in general. <laughs> I wanted the Rat Ogre. Um... I the reason I didn't go for the extra reroll was just because I, I'm I, I wanted the bench because the knew Skaven was squishy and especially the way I play them, it's handy to have that kind of fallback. Um, and I'm glad I did with how the league <laughs> has gone and the the rerolls. Honestly, with Skaven, you don't often need them a huge amount. Um, you have a lot of a lot of the stretch stuff you have built in. Mm-hmm. Um with like pass, with the dodging, with shorthands, you know, you've got, you've got a lot of like, um, what's what's the word? Just, that's the word I'm trying to think of. It's
0: consistent, it's safe.
1: It's like, yeah. Like consistency. Reliability? reliability. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm after. Yeah. They're, they're quite a reliable team, um, from day one. Uh so yeah, I just took a bit of a risk and the coaches paid off because most games are getting an extra from
0: that.
1: So yeah,
0: do, do you know, that was a standard strategy in the old tournament days
1: for really?
0: yeah, it was right, I can't afford my third re-roll, so I'll dunk thirty K into assistant coaches because at some <laughs> point we're gonna roll because back in those days six and eight both gave you the same thing, didn't they? It, yes. was, it was assistant coaches or, or cheerleaders. So you could put money in both of them. Actually, it was put money in fan factor to win it because it applied. But um, actually, now it, it, it still applies. Like it still works. Um, yeah. Now, it's interesting. You say you don't need more than two rerolls. I think I always feel like three rerolls is better with Skaven. But that is because I run the no Ratoga build. Mm-hmm. So therefore my main defense, right, my strength attacks are likely to be worse. So I've got more gutters, which means there's more of a chance that actually my my correct defensive play right now is a two die up block or a one die block. So you kind of use that third reroll to buff you a little bit from a strength mm-hmm. point of view. Um, It's funny, like the, the 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 builds are obviously similar, but they are very disparate. But... You still managed to what 4-0 your first match with this roster?
1: Uh yeah, I think it was. Um 4-1, yeah, something like that. But yeah, no, it's good and kind of like you say, where you say the rerolls like your defense. Yeah, for me, I always play the rap grills as my safety. You know, my my gutters usually something I'm doing really early is I put the gutters just all the way down the pitch and then they're just behind them. And they're just like, okay, you can now deal with that because all I need to do is pass to them and then I'm scoring. Yeah. so my safety like they're my speed so my safety is a movement six frenzy guy strength five it's just like and it's it's happened a couple of times like i played against lizard men last time he got the ball to a skink started running it down because it was like all he could do really and i'm just like well okay i'll frenzy him off the pitch there six dice. <laughs> <times>. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was just like yeah like you've outrun my gutters because they're at the other end of the pitch but because he did a pass and then a run the a hand off and then you know the ball went down the pitch and went there and then went off the pitch and the ball got thrown in back to the other end again. It was yep. very unfortunate dive to him. But um, yeah, and, I, and the, the rat oga is an excellent safety piece because it's just really threatening.
0: And Super threatening. Because it's, um, is it it's not, which is the one? Animal Savagery.
1: Yeah. yeah, I move, I just move, yeah, it's Animal Savagery. Yeah. So you, um, you, put, a channel
0: yeah. you put a victim yeah. next to him and he cannot fail that blitz.
1: Can't fail. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I have lost a couple of rats to him.
0: It's fine the rats <laughs> because yeah no uh, wonder you want that extra bench in there um, exactly yeah. yeah uh so from the video point of view there was one other roster there which was the triple gutter one which we already talked about which is it's basically the same as the first roster but you take three gutter runners and use that extra cash to start with either an apothecary or a 12th man um mm-hmm. and then you've got that spare that spare cash to put into the kitty so you've got a bit of a choice now I would say that the four gutter build is just it's a dash roster, full on dash, okay you are you've got a great defense when things line up, okay you've got to be able to position well, you've got to be able to take some some bad dice, but all you need is to force a turnover once and you are there like it is it is TD straight away. actually, I'd say that the um, the ogre build is a more is slightly more rid range because you've got a reasonable combat contingent but you are a, a vulnerable one. But the rat ogre in this edition is just awesome. Like that animal savagery, yes, like Ben said, it's going to hurt your own players. And if you've seen the Bono Championship, I'm pretty sure that happened. Did, oh, man, didn't didn't the kick guy get taken out at one point? Seeing something like that happened, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so be careful with who you put next to him um, or like a prone gutter runner or something because if there's someone yeah. to, to smash, he's going to smash them and it's going to be with Mighty Blow because um, that's just brutal. So, yeah. Ultimately, you're going to end up with four gutter runners. It's just an it's just a matter of of time to get there. The rat ogre is not ubiquitous. Not all teams mm-hmm. will end up with a rat ogre, and the difference in there. And Ben, I don't know how you feel about this. Is the the TV like that? 150k is if you've got two gutters, a thrower. We haven't talked about the thrower yet. We've got to talk about the thrower because you know probably the best throw in the game uh you know you've got four gutters you've got two blitzers you've got a thrower you've got your dudes you've got your re-rolls, you've got your apothecary you're already at 1250 you take that roger you're up there at 40 in the 1400s and then you get a big tv differential and yeah i think it depends on the climate of the league if you're playing from behind then taking as much as possible is the right move, Ben. But if you are the more experienced team, then keeping your TV low, I think, benefits you. If you're Season 2, Skaven, keeping your TV down to something like 1,200 might be preferable in this new age of great stars. I'm looking at you, Bomber.
1: Yeah, I think it's good. And you've got Hackflem running around these days. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm adamant not to run him in the league because it's kind of like, I just want to try a hack from the Skaven because he always Hackflame's, shows
0: up. Hackflem's not a Skaven team star player. No. Well, he is when
1: you only had two gutter runners and one gets taken out. Um,
0: yes. All right. If you're, down a, yeah, if you're down to one gutter, yeah. I mean, I've, that's just. Um, yeah. <laughs> then he's just playing in underworld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah maybe we'll be doing fine
1: but um yeah it's uh, like I mean we can prove a point with the ogre thing my team I start with the ogre, game one he died and then you are just you, you say it's a huge TV a ty- huge TV sync it, it is like as soon as he goes I mean there's only he's only armor nine plus so it happens um yeah and you really are kind of scrapped like i was i was yeah i was a lot down in my second game but thanks to bb 2020 and some of the broken ways of making cash i was able to get it back <laughs> pretty quick with the side bet so um yeah it's yeah it, it, it i still you are gambling a lot on having that that rat over from day one and but- even few games down in the experience teams you are right
0: but it's easier to add things to the team as you go along though isn't it like because you can add a 100k reroll you can add an 85k gutter runner or you can add a 150k roger and it's hard it's much harder to save up to 150k um yeah because you end up risking uh all right not a lot but you do risk a little bit of the um expensive mistakes when you get over 100k in the in the in the treasury so it can knock you down a little bit um and if you have a couple of bad games where you don't get that extra income from tds then yeah it can hurt you um now how's the throw up in for you
1: uh he's unbelievably good unbelievably good like you saying it's the best throw in the game is just so right like i'm always so afraid (laughs) when people sort of get like they kind of realize it's like okay i'm i'm gonna target that for because that is (laughs) like your mom always just like no I don't do that like i'd rather you hit my gutters because <laughs> <laughs> i need him um the amount of stretch plays this guy's done like i've done i think three long passes now um because it's just a four up with a reroll, roll and just, it's just totally fine and and i mean i take four up with the re-roll like oh, yeah, way you, too you, often you, then i probably should like,
0: three plus with no yeah. re most of the time it's why, exactly. you, go, that's why yeah. you go through so many blooming linemen that's
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that is true feeding um, them to
0: the rat ogre feeding them to the ground um <laughs> oh this dude is just so good passing two plus
1: was the best thing they ever added to the game
0: um so yes, yeah, scaling in this edition are a little bit different to the old one in the old edition you really didn't need a thrower and there was a lot of time where you wouldn't bother with the thrower because actually a gutter run is picking up the ball on a two plus and he was throwing the ball on a two plus with movement nine it was a great thrower like straight yeah. up the only thing he was missing was pass re-roll but you probably had enough re-rolls anyway well, or hands, but you were picking up the ball on a two plus so it didn't really matter in this edition you've got four excellent catchers who are edge two plus dodge yeah. and movement nine you've got four amazing targets and then this ball carrier who's got shorthands so you're picking up three plus plus which is what eight out of nine success rate so 88 mm-hmm. percent chance of picking up the ball in the open then he's got movement seven and then he's passed two plus with a re roll, with the pass re roll. Yeah. So this guy has just an absolute massive field of coverage. So the ability for you to strike in one go is huge, but also it means that you can camp with that thrower in the back. If you can build a pocket, you can keep your thrower in your backfield, spread your gutter runners out, and just go and pretend to be Aaron Rodgers, right? You can just go and do it. Like, it's not quite as good as the uh, um, Elven Union because. Your opponent will base your gutter runners, and that will incur a minus one. Whereas with the Elven Union, they just hate people, so they, yeah. they, just, <laughs> they just ignore that. Um, but you can do it. And with movement seven, you've got that flex to be able to run up, dink and dunk, and then it's ten squares on a two plus plus. It's thirteen squares on a three plus plus with your movement involved. Um, so yeah, the one throw is is just it's all you need. If he goes down, it it sucks. But actually, you've got the gutter. Well, that's not fair. If you've got four gutter runners and your thrower goes down, you're fine. One of your gutter runners becomes your your thrower. He will pick up the ball and then hand off. Movement nine is is you know is plenty, and you've still got three scoring threats. If you've mm-hmm. got two gutters and a thrower, and your thrower goes down, or one of your gutters go down, your ability to quick score does diminish.
1: Yeah, yeah, big time. But
0: certainly not insurmountable, and. Just in, Milton has managed to get his auto leveler working, and that is a crisp print. Ben, are you seeing this? He's just live pr- update. He's just printed. Oh, that is, that is good. That is really nice. Milton uh, has finally got the the mud and blood print sorted because he upgraded his up. Not at, oh no, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's okay. good. Yeah, I'm absolutely.
0: sure if you bring it up on stream on, on your your end, it's probably easier. Oh, that's pretty cool anyway good job milton so when it comes to running a skaven roster if you're starting in a tournament this is the great thing about this roster if you are all about agility making things work and maximizing your gutter runners run four three re-rolls run three with three reels and an apothecary if you want a bit more durability and a bit more threat presence on the pitch the Rattoga build is just an absolute ton of fun, and you still have to throw out, and you still have two gutter runners, and you are only two games away from your third gutter runner, and you are only four games away from gutter runner four. Uh so yeah, and it unlocks the it unlocks
1: the bash game, yeah. which is you've got you options. Skaven aren't bad at
0: so, yeah. They are. They are not. Uh, I know Sax- Saxby likes to uh, run a full re-roll build with two blitzes, no gutter runners, just to prove it can be done anna roger because he's an absolute (laughs) madman Um, i'd say they're just
1: as humans then but yeah
0: yeah they are now even the linemen are great right movement seven is really 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 good like that's i think it's always fun to think about the fact that actually the skaven from this roster is a positional in the renegades roster movement seven strength three is great like We'll talk about team development in a minute but the linemen are really flexible they're really durable they're really flexible they're tougher than you think on offense when it comes to defense they're weaker than you think um and you yeah, will so, go through I mean, I've,
1: I've always valued movement over armor because I, I don't know if this is right logic correct logic but in my mind movement use every turn armor only happens occasionally okay so, while they're valued the same and bad armor can mean like the player is no longer around um i just like the 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 ability to move seven every single time yeah
0: that's that's fair that's very fair right we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to have a look at developing your team in league okay we're back and what we're going to do now is talk team development we're going to talk about the players what skills work out really well for them and kind of what fits well with your team, but also what options there are for players, which I think is really important. Again, I'm going to plug a video. We've got scaven team development on our channel. We've got team development video for every team out there, so we break down the players and the skill packages that you can take on them. We've also got dream teams, which I think is where we're going to end up at the end of this pod, and um, talking about how your team comes together. So step one, what'd you take? Step two, how'd you grow it? Step three, what does it all look like when it's put together at the end? So. Ben, what player do you want to start with when it comes to skills and stuff?
1: Uh, Should we do just the? Let's do the Rat Ogre because we're talking about that. Let's start start big. Let's go Rat Ogre.
0: It just so happens that the Rat Ogre is the first player in the video. All right. So, talk through your Rat Ogre's development, Ben. Uh, So I've essentially
1: just gone straight for Juggernaut, and that's purely because. where the way I've been playing him, like I said, he's like my safety frenzy blitzer. So having Juggernaut just makes that so much more reliable. Um, I don't want to blitz someone, roll a both down, and you know, especially when they have block. Well, you got rather frenzy position,
0: right? You've got frenzy as well. So Jugs just keeps you going and allows you to make another yeah, exactly. set of die. Rolls. Use it twice.
1: Yeah. yeah, use it twice every turn. So um, well, no, every, every time you blitz, but. Yeah, like it's just really good. And it means that if they have block, he's now even more of a threat because he can use that juggernaut if someone with block. And all I really want to do when I'm doing a frenzy safety blitz is just position them badly and be annoying, potentially surf them. Um, usually people don't tend to let you do that
0: um, when you have a rat ogre, but it can happen. <laughs> you, you can um, catch them out. You can catch them out. Yeah. And ne- always, if you've got a roger who's open and ready to blitz, always be looking for a cheeky assist. And when I say that, it's if your opponent's player is three squares from the, you know, two squares from the edge and you've got a block to push him into the red zone, right? Where you can actually surf him with a roger, genuinely consider it because your opponent's going to be thinking, right, I need to keep two squares away because that, you know, there's a dude yeah. in the background. And he's three squares. He's fine, but he's based by another Skaven. Move a, move a guy in there to assist. You're going to be able to get the gutter runner to way. You need him to push and then blitz with six dice looking for pals and pushes and you will rinse and that is removal for the rest of the drive doesn't matter if he dies doesn't matter if he doesn't die or goes into reserve you've just gained tv op you've just gained tv on the pitch with that removal you have had to use an activation or two sure but actually there are many times where i would gladly give up two three player activations to remove an entire player from the pitch Mm mm-hmm so yeah, definitely. So jugs, if you're going to be using your roger as your primary blitzer, I, I think is is an absolutely excellent skill. And when you're looking at big guys, jugs is a great skill if you are going to be pointing and clicking with this guy. And this is this is the interesting thing about the rat ogre, though. There is a there is a there is a an argument for brawler instead, but it really depends on how you play him. So Ben's playing his rat ogre as if it was a minotaur. Essentially, yeah. Which. You may know, I like Minotaurs. I think they're a great positional. But the cool thing about the Roga is it is consistent because it's got animal savagery. It's got prehensile tail. It's got frenzy. Mm-hmm. So actually, it doesn't mind being stuck in a pool of combat. Ben's already pointed out, though, the vulnerability of armor 9+, plus strength 5, is great, but when he gets mobbed up, it can go badly for him.
1: But, yeah and when he gets fouled as well that's never good
0: yeah but using brawler on him to be <laughs> i guess for me is if you're going to be blitzing with your blitzers or your gutter runners then your roger should be developed as this kind of i'm in the mix mosh pit build right you've got a cruise missile build with jugs so you've got the mosh pit with the brawlers thing brawler will be and i tell you what from from absolutely binging black or games brawler i know people don't like it and it's not as good as block but it has saved me and it has hurt people a lot especially when you're making two or three die blocks because you're like oh push skull both down let's re-roll the both down hey it's a pow you know one third of those times it's just going to Drop your opponent and when you've got a rogue here with mighty blow as well, it's awesome because mm-hmm. having Brawler is going to turn that six die frenzy block into what how many both downs in three dice? That's a 0.5 dice, so 0.5 and then you re-roll that into powers is point three, so point you get another die out of it, don't you? Yeah, it becomes like a seven, eight die block, which yeah. is magic. <laughs> and if you put pro in there, you could probably boost that up even more. I wonder what the maximum die block you can get is. There's a theory Thursday in there somewhere. Um, yeah, definitely. Now, Ben, what's the technically correct thing to do when it comes to developing your Rattoga?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, it's on the screen. Saving up for a double and getting block is always good. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad it's on there because tentacles is really cool um, on them. Tentacles, prehensile tail just makes him a real pain, and it's probably the thing I'm going to get next. Because where I was saying I juggernaut him, I juggernaut him into players and just like stay there and just be annoying because yeah. you can just push this. sort oh, I want having prehensile tail and tentacles just makes him just like <laughs>
0: throw him in somewhere and just like okay, deal with that. PHT is so good now. Yeah. The, the, so regardless of whether you are using him as a blitzer or a brawler, that's what I'm just going to call him, right? Block is the right skill. Now, when it comes to tabletop, with a big guy, Ben, you're probably getting a casualty every other game, right? Ah. Maybe two in three games you'll get casualties for the big guy. So, over the course of a league of 10, 12 games, you're probably going to get five, six casualties with the Roger. Okay, so by the end of your first season, the Roger could take block. The problem is when it comes to tabletop, is that's one or two games a month so that's uh that's like six months to nine months for you to level up that ratoga to get block sometimes you can spike get six spp in three games you know with a casualty two casualties and a mvp or something and then you're like ooh, actually do i do i level up and take that skill now and when it comes to tabletop i just want to put it out there there is no shame in taking the lower spp when it comes to Blood Bowl three, okay, when these games start spamming, and when you when you're playing on Fumble, I think you're gonna come across savers. I, I think, and I, I, you know, we I talk about this regularly on some of the the dream teams. Like, you can get two, three games in of an evening for Blood Bowl three, and you can probably spend two evenings playing that. So it's not unrealistic for you to get four to six games in a week. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm on lunch break, I'm on evening, I'll play a couple of games of Blood Bowl, play one now. Uh, so, actually, you could cram in 12 games in a fortnight. I'm not sure. That's your Roger. Playing mm-hmm. 12 games of tabletop is realistically going yeah. to be at least three months. And that's if you're able to kind of go every single week. Uh, and that's a, the really big difference here is that when it comes to Blood Bowl 3, or if you're playing the long game, okay, in an embedded tournament, in an embedded league where you know you're going to bring it back then it's fine to save. So Ian Warham-Hannam is running an ogre team and he's being incredibly disciplined. He's just saving up to 12 SPP to get his block ogres because he's planning for next season. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Now, there's a couple of other good skills for the roger if you want to take the early skill route. broader or jugs, like we said, if you want to be broader or Blitzer, those are the best skills for you. Guard. How do you feel about Guard and the roger in the Skaven roster then?
1: Okay, I wouldn't really rate Guard in Skaven. <clears throat> I I I get that there is a bash game there, but when you've only got two blitzers and you know your linemen are just average with bad armor. Um often I'm not I'm not doing that many blocks. Like the blocks I'm making in Skaven, and I don't know, it's just the way I play them, but they're always just really functional blocks. Like it's like, okay, right, I have to do a block there to to meet to make this dodge like only a three plus. Um, that's kind of like how I see it as I'm trying to just move players out of the way to let to clear up paths and channels. Cause you're such rapid players, you just want like an opening. you I'm always looking for the opening. Yeah. And if that means like my my thrower can run and pick up a ball on like maybe just one tackle zone rather than two or even zero tackle zones if that's a treat. Um, and then lob that to a scutter runner. That's all I'm trying to do really. Um so I, I don't really rate guard too highly because I'm not there just spamming. But it's an option, and it could open that different path of play if you wanted to go a bit more heavy on the bash.
0: Yeah, I think guard is a good skill if you're going to be using him as a brawler in the mix. Um, yes. Because then... How, now, when you're playing offense or defense, if you're playing defense, the rat ogre shouldn't be on the line, okay? Use him as a big linebacker like Ben. Ben uses him all the time. If Mm -hmm. offense, you do have a roger with guard. Now, remember, Brawler, Juggernaut, break Tackle, Guard are all strength skills. So, you can get to three SPP and take a random strength skill. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, But you can end up with guard, and it's not bad. Because at that point, you've got the roger in the middle. You've got two assists immediately there. So, either you've then got three rat ogres on the line. Okay. Uh, You've got your blitzers you can put next to him. And that's two die block with block, two die block with block, then probably three die frenzy block into two more dice actually you can put together a real little pocket of murder the problem mm-hmm. with skaven like ben says is that those blitzers need to be kind of your surgical strike you need them yeah. to be the ones punching a hole if possible and protecting the ball carrier when desperately needed so guard is going to be great if you get it okay but you will have to support the rat ogre um and the problem with that is you're going to be putting dudes next to the Rat Ogre. So they're likely to get splatted by the Rat Ogre as well. Um, what do you reckon to break tackle on the Roger, Ben? Uh, I would probably take
1: break tackle over guard. Just for those times when you need to... Yeah, he's that cruise missile. Someone's based him. Yeah. You don't want to hit that person. So just to let him do that one dodge. Because it's going to be on uh, three plus with break tackle. Is that right? Two plus. Is it two plus for the Rat Ogre?
0: he's edge four plus this guy so oh, is break, he? Five yeah, plus. Yeah. no so having that plus two bounce out means that this movement okay, yeah, that's six good. frenzy piece right is then two plus into the open uh it's it's a really good skill because and it depends again on kind of on your meta like if you're in a meta where your other teams are going to want to keep close to the roger okay which is risky but I'm looking at you undead players, right? They're just going to be like, ah, zombie stands up, stands next to your roger. And then you're like, yay, I've got a free six die block, but it's going to do nothing, right? But okay, that's fine. Or I can just two plus out and move him six squares to where I need him to murder. Break tackle is a really useful skill to have in there.
1: Yeah, okay. I might actually end up taking that over saving for tentacles then. because um, If you're yeah, using guess. him
0: as a mobile safety then I think, yeah, if you've got jugs, yeah. you don't want brawler. Um, saving up for block is going to take years. Actually, BT, break tackle, eight, eight SPP, it's going to mean that he can move around. and It's a really good one to use if, you've, if you're if you building a, a blitzing ogre as well. Um, and I think mm-hmm. blitzing minotaur, they're, they're all edge four plus big guys. So it's just kind of it keeps them so mobile. Now, uh, it goes well with if you've got a, a, an Ogre with Guard, Break Tackle is a really useful second skill because it means you can move that Guard piece to where you need him to be in like a human roster. When it comes to your rogue, if you it's kind of Brawler and Guard, you, you create a little mosh pit. Juggernaut and Break Tackle, you create this big guy who can just hunt people down in the backfield. Mm-hmm. so having that rat could be uh is really flexible now there's some other great skills obviously block is the correct skill to take most of the time um claw is okay Have you have much experience with claw mighty blow in the new edition ben uh i haven't actually in the new edition but it's not quite as good it is terrifying but it is it is fine like they don't stack like they used to but it is very much mm-hmm. a case of like oh this is gonna hurt and it's gonna hurt you, but it's not the best thing. It's not an auto pick anymore, which I think is another. Remind me of what
1: what changed with that? Um,
0: so it used to stack. So it used to be uh, claw breaks armor on an eight plus, and you could use mighty blow. So it would be essentially breaking armor on a seven plus, which is fifty six percent. Now it's claw always breaks armor on an eight plus, or oh okay, so yeah, yeah, okay. or you can use mighty blow instead. So yes, gotcha. mighty mighty blow and claw, mighty yeah, it's it's it's. It's just not really very useful. Which so doesn't turn that
1: armor into eight plus, it just means you break it on eight plus. Yeah,
0: Exactly. So it doesn't yeah. stack. Cool. Horns is an interesting one for the Rat If you want to pretend it is a minor tool, but because it is Skaven, that's a double skill. That's a long way to save.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is a long way. Um, I don't think you really need it. Hugely no. um, strength five is enough. Yep. And you can always put an assist there if, you know.
0: And um, the and reason ben,
1: they've got us they're carrying the ball with a strength five guy then.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh well, when it comes to kaiju kind of combat, having horns on your big guy can be really, really, really useful. Um yeah. but and that's something that Skaven do struggle with a bit. Tentacles, you've mm. already called out, it's a pretty good one, but again, it's a long save. Um, Ben, before we move on to the next player type, rand uh, quick randoms. What do you reckon to them?
1: Uh random strength, I think you're always gonna be happy. I wouldn't take random mutation, wouldn't take random general,
0: wouldn't take random agility. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good options for the Roger. I'm a bit more precious, I think, with the Rat Ogre on Skaven. I think I'm a bit more precious with the Skaven team, except for the linemen. Um, yeah. Just because I feel like you give a lot of equity up. Um, You've, you've seen what's happened with my team. Yes. <laughs> yes, which is awesome. <laughs> and we should probably bring up your team at the end and talk it through. Um, sure. and saving up for stats, just don't even worry about it with the with the roger. Like you're gonna end don't up with a movement seven roger, but by that point you've got 18 spp which is both brawler and guard, or juggernaut or break tackle, or block and just almost your next skill. So yeah, wouldn't even bother. Okay, Ben, pick a player. Uh
1: let's work down. Let's get blitzers next. I'm gonna say
0: right. it's next. Blitzer is next. Okay. Um right, what's your path for the blitzer? Uh, for me, they
1: are, like like you said, uh, they're your pieces for clearing out a hole. So um, I actually regret my first pick of this skill now, thinking about it, because I took it at the time. Um, I took multi-blow as my first skill to remove pieces more. Uh, I think I would have preferred taking tackle, because like you say, they're a surgical instrument to remove a key player that's being really annoying. Often that player, especially later in the league, has dodge. Okay. And um and looking at like the team, the teams that are sort of threatening me, there's the underworld team where they've got like a blodging uh, gutter runner, and I'm just like, Oh, I wish my blitzer had tackle so I could threaten that. <laughs> um yeah,
0: so that's kind of why I regret that. So for me, tackle seems to be like the skill I'd I'd take first on these guys. So when it comes to uh the Bona Championship team, tackle and mighty blow were the first were the skills for the blitzers. Um mm-hmm. and actually at uh, they're they're probably it it depends so the thing is if you're running the roger you've got removal already with the roger if you don't have the roger then actually you are looking for that ability to strike and take out a target now you will need one tackle piece whether you put it on a lineman via a random general that's actually a really good way to sneak in a tackle and you can Mm -hmm. afford to take mighty blow then on one of your blitzers to be a removal piece um so it depends on the the mix of your team if you've got mighty blow with the roger you don't need it on your blitzer in which case then a support piece is the first thing you're going to want which like ben said is going to be tackle and i don't guard is also excellent on the blitzers they are the only player on the roster that can take them without saving up a ton of spp and at movement seven edge three plus they will be able to get that guard to wherever you need it They're going to be able to help if you've got a if you've got the roger you're going to help you stay safe with the frenzy or get the two die up on a big guy they're going to be able to work really well with a wrestle gutter runner to make sure that you're actually rolling a one die wrestle blitz okay that's that's excellent that ball's coming out and then you've got another gutter runner to pick it up so guard is a really useful skill now over four seasons of me playing skaven every single guard blitzer i have ever had has died um I, it's just a thing right it's just a thing My, i always have one good blitzer and another guy who gets guard then dies and then the next one comes along he gets guard then he dies so and that is because even though they are brilliant blitzers because they're just human blitzers with better skill access they're still strength three they're still armor nine plus so they are still vulnerable so but having guard it gives you so much flexibility mighty blow will be a great piece of removal if you've got removal already you can skip that and go to a support piece you can take tackle on a blitzer and they become a really good defender or you put guard on them and it helps you support other pieces be strong i i like taking tackle on them i think it's great the thing about the blitzer is they will score every now and again if you if you've got two gutters the blitzers are going to be next in line for scoring i think
1: yeah, um, I I I think personally I value taking if I couldn't if I don't want to score with the gutters I try and score with the throw, um, just because the blitzers tend to get the skill point the SVP from the bashing. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, you are right. Like, they're usually up in the forefield, but the throws are further back. And but also, let's be honest gutters get a 95% of the
0: time <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah a lineman or a blitzer only score if they just happen to end up with the ball um yeah. <laughs> which is fine so yeah i think i think ben's ben's pinged it mighty blow you probably don't need it as much as you need a support skill if you've got the roger if you don't have the roger then the order kind of drops one i think your blitz has become removal and your linemen become your supports uh and it's a really interesting mix i i do Mighty Blow is always going to be really useful. Guard is always going to be really useful. Tackle is one of the most important skills in the game. I like tackle on the linemen in the Skaven roster because they are still movement seven. So actually Mm -hmm. you've still got a really good option. And I'd rather have a tackle lineman and a guard blitzer because that is a big, big hit than the other way around because guard you can only get on the blitzers or the or the big guy and it's a really right. i say only but you can obviously save up but no lineman is ever going to save to 12 spp it's never going to make it
1: yeah that's true i was going to say like if you can get like a tackle wrestle guy i can be a lineman and Ooh. that can be your like
0: full sacker right yeah but um that's perfect yeah um so yeah that's fair enough uh doubles and long saves for the blitzer ben what are your thoughts uh i
1: think yeah i like i like the um mutation point you've got here i know it goes back into the like saving up for a lot of SPP for that but um yeah if you're trying to take them out I think horns is really nice to get the threat the strength for blitzers especially if you're um Rastoga isn't able to do that yeah um dodge always good um lodging is just always great to have um yeah but i think I think I'd actually rather take them as an offensive piece than having dodge on them I feel like I get more use out of just taking the stuff out that they need to take out um yeah so personally I'd value something like horns or yeah I like say claws uh over over that frenzy also um
0: enable that. I like that this is interesting we kind of kind of splitting the these roles into uh into player types aren't we we've had the 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 brawler and the blitzer big guy and when you've got a blitzer you've got an offensive blitzer or a defensive blitzer so yeah defensive tackle guard right he's a support piece offensive mighty blow frenzy uh claws it's 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 awesome and and this depends on the archetype of your 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 Skaven roster. If you've got the Roger to be your removal, then the Skaven Blitzer becomes a defensive blitzer. Uh yeah. if you don't, then the Skaven Blitzer becomes your offensive blitzer, in which case a little smattering of mighty blow and guard, pretty great. So mm-hmm. but the the blitzer, it's funny, goes a little bit underappreciated in this roster because of how good the gutters are. But yeah. they are excellent players.
1: They are more expensive than the gutters. Um and I think
0: they live yeah, that's something which
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like they, they don't feel that way, but yeah, when they take a hit, you kind of realize why they are.
0: Yeah. When you're down to one yeah. blitzer, you're kind of like, oh, ah yeah. this is this is it. I would love for them to have bring in an alternate scaven roster with four blitzers instead.
1: Oh, that would be good for if they had the um clans, right? Yeah, exactly. I'd love that. That, that
0: what's that's this, what's the storm um, clan?
1: Is more, it more More. Oh More's?
0: Everything else on doubles. <laughs> How do you spell that? Uh, M O R R, I think. Oh yeah, no, it that. Is that, isn't Clan, it? Yeah, Clan yeah, yeah. Um, it's a newer yeah, Clanmore's, it's right. a yeah. newer one, I think. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, next up, we've got one of the best throwers in the game, the Skaven thrower. Now, Ben and I have already kind of talked through. You've got some combat potential there with the Roger and the Blitzers. The Gutter Runners, which we'll come to in a second, are just absolute scoring nightmares. Ben, what's the role of the scaven thrower? It's the quarterback, isn't he? And that's me using
1: a hey, I like uh, it. football term, which <laughs> it's probably the first time in my life. Um, yeah, this guy is just the playmaker. Um, you, you only need him for your pass, and then you're basically scoring a touchdown. I feel I try. I tend not to like carry the ball on anyone other than him because gutters are just a huge target painted on them. Um, as soon as they have the ball.
0: You're kind of me
1: you that, don't like... use the three the three gutter side cage? <laughs> oh god! God no no I like keeping I like keeping the gutters separate as like multiple threats. So that means that the thrower carrying the ball protected by the two blitzers. I like it. Um, he just moves up to in range and then he's got like two or three opportunities where he can throw the ball to someone very reliably. They catch it. and cool. So that tends to be how I play them. Um. Yeah, I rolled a bunch of random skills in there, so I should get to in a minute. But um, yeah, you really have a lot of opportunities to kind of build this guy. Um, And having access to two of them does allow you to kind of like maybe have a close range and long range thrower uh, or one who's more focused on just keeping the ball safe and stuff like that. So
0: Yeah. So um, Ben's hit the nail on the head. This guy is a fantastic thrower of the ball okay this is the archetype yeah. when it comes to the thrower positional never used to be like this right the thrower was really a pseudonym for a runner um or, the guy who picks up the ball yeah, and then <laughs> yeah this yeah. this guy is not really the ball carrier he is a ball distributor um yeah that's what this guy will do now it depends on your play style obviously passing is risky although when it's two plus plus or three plus plus it's really not as risky as you'd think but you are running the you are rolling a dice okay at that point it's it's bad the great thing about the thrower is he's movement seven so actually he covers 14 squares in two turns so that is the majority of the pitch really Um, so you've got an option of actually have him as a as a as a runner block is okay to put on him but it will make him feel pretty slow it's not it's not really what he's there to do that comes, I think, by waiting till you've got six SPP and taking accurate pen. <laughs> right. The odds are pretty likely
1: to get a good passing skill. So I wanted to, I was just like, I can't really decide if I want to go accurate or if I want to go like cannoneer and drive like the long passing game.
0: Okay. Talk through, um, talk through some, talk through the good, talk through the good, kept the good okay. throwing skills.
1: Yeah. So accurate, cannoneer, both fantastic. Um, on the ball, really good. Um, accurate accurate and cannoneer does kind of dictate, and especially in this edition, dictate kind of what path you want to build them down. Because now they've got a lot of support for like, like cannoneer. you can get cannoneer and then you can get um, cloudbuster. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, stuff like that. So yeah, it, it's you, you can make long passes, kind of okay now. Like with cannonier, it's a 3 plus long pass with a reroll, and then cloudbuster makes it like uninterruptible, basically. Um, so yeah, it, it, he's, he's good at that. Um, and you've got nerves. so I was just like, oh, nerves are still, yeah. I, I don't think I'd rush to take nerves. That's why I rolled random. Um, cause I thought it's a nice to have, but I don't think I'd pay a 6 SPP for it when I could just take accurate and make the passing, the thing that I want to do always. Yeah.
0: So accurate is like, good. Like, Cannon is good. On the ball yeah. is good. Nerves is useful. Leader is not ideal, but useful. Yeah. How, how did it go for you? Yeah. So I rolled
1: random and I got fumbler which <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, I was looking at the Parsons skill and I was like, I take any of these, the three SPP, any of these, except fumbler And then I rolled that um, naturally, which is what you should always do when picking a random skill is think of the worst case scenario. Um, and yeah, I still haven't used it because it's a terrible skill. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, cause I didn't know, um, It means that while running, you can choose to place the ball on a square that your player moved into um, along the journey and it's not a turnover and you carry on running. So you can kind of like go and assist somewhere and leave the ball for someone else to pick up, but no one else really wants to pick it up but your throw. It's very strange. Uh, I'm sure there are some awesome plays you can make with it, but it's not worth it. Um, And then I thought, okay, right, I've got the bad one out of the way. I'll roll for another passing. I'm I'm bound to get like accurate cannon or something like that. And I get on the ball, which oh, is again on the ball. like on the ball's good. Right, I was this to see it because I'm just like I'm just I just want to play. I want a path to be made here. I want to roll a random yeah. and be like, right, that's what he's doing now. But on the ball just makes him better. Which I, I mean, I'd take it because it's been fantastic, and it makes him great for when you when receiving, just run into the square and then you basically movement, makes him
0: movement ten on the kickoffs. Yeah,
1: it, it's insane. Um, yeah, so on the ball has actually been really good. Then I rolled another random and I get Cloudbuster, which is useless without cannoneer, <laughs> in my opinion. So, I think at this point, I'm just going to have to save and get cannoneer. Um, because you're, you're I'm, going I'm, cannoneer, you're going the long ball route. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. The guy has a cannon, like, my model has a cannon, so he needs cannoneer. And I should have just saved up for it and done it from the get go and just made my cannon thrower cannoneer.
0: Okay, so that's cannon. um, that's 10 squares. With three plus and a reroll,
1: yeah, kind of gross. (laughs) That is, it gives you a nineteen square threat range. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that is that is pretty outrageous. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and this is the great thing about this edition is you can roll a random, and and sometimes it's going to be awesome, and sometimes it's going to make that choice for you, which is what we will absolutely talk about when it comes to the lineman, um, because this is that that is a true story of blah blah twenty twenty in every team roster, uh, is that actually a, a random on a lineman chooses that lineman's new positional, and when it comes yeah. to the thrower, actually Ben's right if he chose if he rolled a cannoneer. It becomes your long bobber. If it becomes accurate, it becomes your short passer. If you get nerves, actually, you need to then give him a combat skill so he can make the most of it and get up close. Now, the great thing about the thrower is that he is already awesome, accurate, makes him filthy. One plus quick pass, two plus short pass on the ball is a really good collector. I used to use what was it in the old edition? Do you remember?
1: Uh, pass no, no pass block of the other one. It was kickoff oh, return. Yeah,
0: that's it. Kickoff return was one of my favorite skills in the old edition because it meant that you were almost guaranteed to start your... It's basically like a touchback. Um, And it meant that you could use one thrower in the backfield instead of having two players to play ball protection. So actually that OTB means that you get that. Now, nerves of steel is a little bit underrated when it comes to needing to make the pass um, because Mm. it, it actually it can be the equivalent of accurate and cannoneer. Because uh, actually, if you get to move three squares forward um, and and then tag yourself, you've gained three squares of, of passing range when you need to. Yeah, that is true. Uh, it does leave you vulnerable um, for sure. So if you want to play like... That's kind of why I doubted it, because I would never like having my
1: thrower anywhere near combat. I yeah. keep him back. I like, I generally, my backfield is a rat ogre, someone for the rat ogre to be up and a thrower. Yeah and and that's kind of like right these guys just just stay back just stay back and out of danger don't look don't look menacing and as soon as people start to see the thrower i get a little bit like please don't
0: there you go next time i play you ben i'm gonna murder the thrower oh, don't, it's so <laughs> scary every time that i'm gonna blitz the thrower i'm just like oh, can you not <laughs> i like it um yeah. now the so, quite frankly, whatever you do with the thrower is going to be fine. If if you want to be consistent and you want to use him as a runner, give him block. Then he's movement seven. He's got a great passing ability. Shorehand's block becomes a brilliant runner, and you will not need to do that. Giving him accurate, and then you just get to play with whatever you want to develop him. If you just get three SPP and want to take a gamble, um, then actually you can choose your own destiny. Ben, would you ever really run two throwers? Uh, Yeah, I would um purely
1: because i'd be scared of losing one i feel like with especially with the way i play this scaven if i lose the thrower i'm not really sure what i'd do um <laughs> i find i'd find it really challenging because i just hate running with the gutters because as soon as they get hit they generally don't do much unless they have the bl- the bludge yeah um so yeah i i kind of like having the safety of the thrower um so yeah i i the next player i'm going to buy is another thrower for sure just to have him, like, a bench thrower. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so doubles and long saves for this guy. 18 SPP to attempt, uh, plus one passing. Is Do you think that's going to be something that we see when it comes to BB3? Possibly.
1: Um, and there's a lot of, like, mutation-only scaven players out there. Um, that's kind of interesting. I feel like all the passing skills are generally more favorable than the uh the secondaries um on here i uh, the potentially
0: extra arms to help. yeah up i was maybe? gonna say i don't mind extra arms i think accurate than extra arms mm-hmm. just outrageous like at that point you know but this is the cool thing about the skaven roster is even though it is a lot of spp actually if you played against someone who had a skaven thrower uh with two heads extra arms and block they've built themselves like a, a a, a weird little blitzer ball carrier like that that's mm-hmm. that's how flexible this player is who can also just two plus pass it wherever you know whenever um but yeah i, I think bernie the nail on the head the ball distributor is exactly what this guy does and taking those passing skills just means that his range his threat range is just massive and it is just yes. so much fun absolutely love this game and thrower um, okay, and then it goes to Ooh, I talked about the skating thrower for a long time in that video, didn't I? Eleven minutes all the way through to seven again. Four minutes, there you go. Fair enough. Oh yeah, gutter runners. I feel like we've talked about them loads, Ben. So good skills for a gutter runner. Yeah, I mean anything really. Um
1: block always. I I really struggle to take anything but block on them. Um I tried to roll for random uh agility. Oh my god! Why would you? <laughs> uh, I thought I could maybe get a cheap like side step or something like that. Okay, that's fair. Um, I got sneaky get, so that that learnt me. <laughs> 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 Still, no, I did use sneaky get actually in one game. I thought I'd give it a go. It was give the old blitz I, foul a go. Yeah, uh, it's it was hard. I didn't. they didn't get sent off. But I was like, I didn't like that. That <laughs> didn't feel good. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's not getting used. But yeah, I think it's never worth rolling randoms on these. You have got so many good tools to pick on them that you really want. Um, my first gutter, I've gone block, and then I saved up for two heads. And the good thing with the gutters is they're scoring touchdowns left, right, and center, and it's not hard to get to secondary skills and things like that on them. Actually, no, I didn't even pick that. I saved up for a stat up. He had enough SVP to get a stat up on game two.
0: Um, oh, but you, because he yeah. had nine touchdowns. Cool. Yeah. I've I've done something silly there. There we go.
1: Yeah, he. I don't know. what Yeah, the cameras cameras going crazy. Um. Yeah, so he actually had enough for a stat up. I rolled kind of poorly on it and had to choose between movement, uh, or armor. And I thought, you can't get more movement on them because it caps it. So I and I don't really care about armor. So I'm going to get two heads. Um, that's the route I went down for that.
0: This is the really interesting thing about gutters is. <laughs> They probably, with the exception of maybe the ward answer, they are going to be the player that gets access to the most SPP just just forever. Absolutely. And I really love the fact that they can't get extra movement now because it it would be too much. Um, It would. It would be far too much. Now, I don't disagree with you when, when it comes to block being a skill, but if you're running more than two gutter runners, then your first one definitely gets block. Then your second one, you have the choice to start becoming a a fast safety, in which case wrestle is an excellent skill. If you've got just two gutters, then making them and keeping them your scoring threats is absolutely the right thing to do, okay? So when it comes to gutters, you've got scorers, and then you've got reserve safeties. And wrestle is a really great skill on a gutter runner. One, it's going to keep them alive. Like, it's going to keep them alive as much as block. Mm -hmm. It's going to suck when you ball carrier and you get wrestled but also it's going to be really useful for you taking out the ball carrier because and it's really underrated you've got movement nine you've got edge two plus you're dodging into one tackle zone on a three plus plus and then you've got a 50 percent chance with one die to drag down a player with block actually you've got a huge it's it's just a sneaky if you can get a good block with a gutter with wrestle it's awesome so yeah block is definitely definitely a great way to go um you mentioned sidestep so sidestep sprint sure feet if you're going to build a one turn touchdown player those are the skills you need yeah there's nothing wrong with having four gutters going block block wrestle sprint or sidestep I would rather have sprint than sidestep. Well, actually, sure feet is probably the better way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so it probably should be sure feet, sprint, then sidestep or, you know, whatever, because it gives you that almost guaranteed movement 11 at that point, movement 12 at that point for that guy. And um, and when you get four gutters, you can have two yeah. be all-purpose block gutters, one as a wrestle safety and one as a one-turn touchdown speedster, and it just gets horrific. But, Ben, you've you've already talked about some really great doubles. I mean... What's not good?
1: Yeah, uh, two heads just makes them obscene. Like when I was going for a stat-up, I was looking for strength or agility, really. Um, so strength three makes them fantastic. Mm. Agility one plus is really, really good too. Um, so yeah, having two heads is essentially agility one plus. Yeah. Um, it's a shame you can't get it on the catch, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's still it's still good. Um yeah, you can get extra arms for that. You can, yeah. Or monstrous mouth, I think uh, that does it as well. That,
0: no, that's catch that's the catch re-roll with with hands protection against strip ball
1: oh okay that is the catch re-roll okay it's
0: it's just better catch basically yeah um now there's some interesting stuff you can do with a gutter runner and when you've got four you can kind of flex and try some different things and horns is really good so if you get wrestle and then horns it is a fantastic way to get a really good punch to drag down the ball um nerves i don't recommend it's a long way to save and actually you're probably just getting plus one to catch you'd be better off taking extra arms that helps you on the pickup guard is an interesting one again not optimal but being able to have that movement nine edge two plus guard piece is going to really help you with doing anything that you want to do so it's not it's not bad but but starting with block times two then wrestle then a fast one i think is the the best way to spread out those skills but like like you said Ben the SPP are gonna really 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 come really really quickly yeah yeah
1: I think my guy's on 32 my main gutter runner in, in four games 32 SPP so he's doing well
0: and yeah. uh we'll we'll wrap up the roster talk here before we have a look at Ben's uh, roster in a quick dream team segment but the Skaven lineman, I love linemen and I I I'm all about, in 2020, a couple of quick random skills. If a lineman scores a touchdown, I'm going to give it a quick random general. Block I'm looking for. Frenzy. uh, Block, wrestle, kick, sure hands, tackle are all skills I am looking for. That's almost a Mm -hmm. 50% chance. Uh, We can probably find a sixth skill that's good. Pro. Eh, maybe. I don't think I care too much for pro. Yeah, well, it, for, you are for, right. Kick is like number one for me. But, oh, sorry, kick, wait. kick is awesome. Block is great. Yeah. Wrestle's great. You've yeah. got a ton. Tu- like, so actually, the first couple of Skaven Lyman. I don't know, Ben, have you even had any that have got to- no? There okay. No, no, I have
1: one with four SPP who happened to get two casualties. He's probably going to be the first one, but they keep dying or getting
0: taken out. So, yeah. <laughs> so when it came to the bonus championship, we had um. Well, we had some bloody games, which led to uh, linemen kind of stepping up and getting a load of touchdowns. And we just spent the SPP on randoms. We had a block guy who became a third blitzer. We had a tentacle guys who didn't really do a lot. We had a wrestle guy who became really solid on the line. And we had a tackle guy who became an extra safety. So one skill, one touchdown can turn a lineman basically into a reserve positional. Block, you get a blitzer. Wrestle, you get a safety kick. Is monstrous for your gameplay. Sure hands, you get a reserve ball carrier. Okay, it's not ideal because you've got the thrower, but if you throwers out and you've got a sure hands piece, you're fine for 10k. And quite frankly, frenzy's not bad either. Like I know it's not the first pick, but if you get a frenzy lineman early, you may be more inclined to take guard over mighty blow or guard over tackle on your uh, blitzers to be able to actually start ploughing extra dice in. And mm-hmm. tackle means that if you get tackle early on a Skaven lineman, you don't have to use it on a blitzer. You can then yeah. turn that blitzer into something else. Dauntless is interesting. It's not particularly ideal, but Dirty Player is a skill that's going to be really useful as well. It's, it's, it's foot mighty blow. Like, it's wicked.
1: Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of flexibility with them. They just something you would just got to remember. They do not hang around. Yeah. and moment are the epitome of expendable. It's quite
0: funny. Yeah, like it's probably you, like
1: a small length, but,
0: You you yeah. talk you talk about uh, getting antsy when your thrower gets in kind of danger. I have one positional that I am even more precious about, which is a kicker. Yeah. If, <laughs> if I get a kick lineman, that is the most precious thing in the world to me. <laughs> Uh, and every time they get hit, I'm like, "Oh no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no! I just got kicked!" Like, come on, that's Pat <laughs> McAfee. You're about to muller. Um which is funny because I think I think ogre did smack a, a one of my kickers at some point, and I, just... I was going to say, "Did smack Pat McAfee?" <laughs> <laughs> He's a wrestler now as well. Love Pat McAfee. Um, so yeah, uh, when it comes to lineman, I think first skill is a is a random. I think once you've kind of had a gamble a couple of times with linemen and you haven't got something that you wanted, i.e. kick, then actually mm. the third lineman, you save. You save up for kick.
1: Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think that's definitely the way to go. I probably wouldn't even say that gamble now, but I think that's just because the way I've got my team. Yeah. I think I've taken too many gambles and I think I really, really, really want kick. Every game I'm playing, I'm just like, oh I wish I had kick, because I just want to go deep and then swarm them with gutter runners. Um so yeah, I think I, I just value kick so highly. I, I think I'm I'm after now more control than I am mashing.
0: But. So I'm gonna bring it back to a point you made earlier, which is movement versus armor, and how movement is almost every turn, whereas armor's every now and again. Block mm-hmm. is used every turn, whereas kick is used. Twice, three times a game. Ah, uh, yeah,
1: but that one turn is so crucial. Yeah, I know it can win you, you the lost. game. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, when it comes to having
0: a block or wrestle lineman, you can put them on the line, and it basically it 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 becomes your twelfth player. i uh, That mm-hmm. having a block or wrestle lineman on the line is equal to having a player in reserve when it comes to running Scaven. Quite frankly, yeah, that's true. That is true, um, yeah and that becomes really 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 massive
1: now it's funny you say that because every time you set up three linemen on the line just like you just look into your players thinking just like okay you're definitely all going to die so yeah yeah you go there
0: <laughs> now i think actually there is something to talk about here and again this is another moment where you want to consider your meta your environment um if you are in a block heavy environment then scaven linemen Taking wrestle is just the best thing you can do. If you've got a dwarf heavy environment, there is nothing better than setting up a wrestle lineman on the line and just be like, that's fine, I'll drag you down. I'm movement seven, you're movement four. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm benefiting here. Like, this is no worries. Like, so wrestle linemen for Skaven are fantastic. They're great on the mm. line and they're great at movement seven because when you need to sack the ball carrier, that wrestle with strength three not as easy to get to uh, as it is with the gutter but if you can set up a block with a wrestle scaven lineman you're in a really good place mm-hmm. so i do recommend it um but yeah i think i think when it comes to playing blood Bowl three if you want to save up SVP, is the right way to do it and actually block guard or wrestle guard scaven lineman are probably gonna be a bit more prevalent kick like ben said is just it's just the best skill like when it comes to scaven lineman but uh uh, yeah. There is just something to be said about, hey, cool. This guy scored a touchdown. Let's roll the general, see what he becomes. Block, cool. I've yeah. got three blitzers, you know. Boom, he becomes my kicker. Sure hands, cool. This guy's going to be like the reserve thrower. It, it's a really fun bit of story building in your team. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I love that. Uh, I'll tell you what, Ben, is there anything else you want to add on any of the individual players before we go and have a look at your team?
1: I'm pretty comprehensive.
0: Okay. Uh, what do we do with it's it? I'm not okay. the Lord Scaven. <laughs> okay we've got the bitter sea build rats here let's uh zoom in ever so slightly uh so you've got Jankwell the broadside yes this is your roger uh was it did you say you already had a roger and he died
1: yeah he's he's second roger and he's really um stepped up to the plate like he's uh he's, he's doing very well since he got hired so yeah, a lot better than the first one who died game one. So, yeah, this guy <laughs> already got three casualties. So, Juggernaut straight away.
0: Fantastic. Straight to pick. Uh, we've got two blitzers. One's been armor busted. Um, yes, so he is now strictly a worth lineman with a block. He's a better... Oh, yeah, he is. He is and they got worse the passing. So... Yeah, uh, yeah, and cost, yeah. Uh, so, your other guy, you gave Mighty Blow 2 on a chosen primary. And that's, Correct. That's the one you're not feeling too swell about.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the one where it's kind of like I I took it at the club and on the drive home I was thinking, oh, actually, I really can't. Wish I took tackle. I was I was umming go right at the time, and I think I got talked into taking mighty blow. Um, yeah. So, but uh, I, I get again like it might pay off because it might mean he levels up again and can get tackled. So yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Right, then we've got Quick Plank Border. who is your... Is he the biggest boy?
1: Yeah, he's my star player, really. Uh, he's the 32 SVP guy. There we go. Uh, eight touchdowns, um, two MVPs, so he's been taking all the SPP. um oh. Yeah, so dodge blocks two heads. Oh, he's movement busted, Ben. He did get movement busted at the end of the last game, which sucked. <laughs> oh. You know it happens that's why i have others that's that's why when that happened i was just like right i need to build another quick plank border so i've got flick friggin climber further down who's <laughs> my second dodge. Uh, this, know, this guy with,
0: with two heads being edge one plus is going to save you that speed anyway so
1: yeah exactly if i can dodge
0: these aqua zones it's not too not too bad uh then you've got cannon dodger who's been past wounded and now yep. has sneaky git
1: yeah um that was i tried taking the random agility got a sneaky kit um wasn't not the best pleased but um he's got a couple of touchdowns on his belt as well, so I think I can probably build him up to be to be something probably go for that wrestle yeah. that you said before
0: uh then you've got flick rigged climber who yeah. is fresh recruit yeah with block
1: oh no that one yeah that was, he's not my fresh recruit the one below that Nick five he's uh, my fresh recruit so now it's the four, the four gutters.
0: Very exciting. And then we've got Swivel Gun Blaster, who is your mm. thrower. Uh, with pass, shorthands, sure fumbleruski on the ball and Cloud That's
1: <laughs> quite the menagerie of skills. Um, yeah, I mean, on the ball's been great. Uh, Cloudbuster, you just got the last game, which is determined. I definitely need cannon on this guy. So, how much more SPP? Forget that. I need five, six more. Six more, more SVP. That's all right. So, I'll try and get a couple of touchdowns with him.
0: Couple of touchdowns or just a TD and MVP and you're there. Yeah. And that's it for the team. You have got two re-rolls still? Yes. Um, still only on two.
1: I think I'm gonna save up for an apothecary before another reroll.
0: Yep. Yeah just
1: judging by how
0: fast my guys are getting taken out. Yeah. Um the the apothecary is so important when it comes to the Skaven roster. Um just outrageously important. Uh because your guys die. Now you've got enough time and money and you've got enough time to be able to um you know, replace them. And this is the this is the good thing about Skaven is that actually if a gutter dies, you can replace him. Even if a really hey, good gutter dies. Welcome to Let's turn that off. Uh you've you're still gonna be able to like replace him well enough because all the players start <laughs> out really good. Yeah. So it's not like that they're they are replaceable like ben said so uh when it came to the dream teams uh it kind of put together uh, and be fun to kind of look at see what we've talked about and kind of how it sits so end state for skaven we'll go straight to kind of the, the bigger one the 1750 list um rat ogre juggernaut or brawler with break tackle or guard which i think basically is what we kind of discussed right Um, Two blitzers, one guard mighty blow, one tackle mighty blow. So we've got the guard element of support. You've got tackle there, and you've got mighty blow to try and help with the removal aspect. Thrower, OTB, and accurate, Ben. order, halfway there. The the (laughs) order, I think, is whatever you want. Um, I think accurate's just too fun not to take. And in the Bono Championship, accurate was, I think, we just couldn't help ourselves. Um, It is fun. Yeah. When it comes to gutters, four gutters, two with block and two heads is what I kind of suggested. Um, Gutter with wrestle, dauntless, strip ball to be your ball hawk. uh, And uh, which I think is a better way of saying it than ball sacker. And a gutter runner with sprint, sidestep, and again, two heads for that extra dunch. So he's going to be vulnerable, but he's also going to be speed 12 uh, and a one plus edge. So you've got like the one turn touchdown there and lineman, one kick. Three wrestle slash block with three re rolls in an apothecary. I, I, yep. is there anything missing from that kind of team other than obviously the players that I miss next game? I don't think so. I think
1: that's like that is a proper Skaven dream team there. Um definitely something I've I've been looking at to try and build towards. Um so yeah, it's yeah, it's exciting. I love Skaven, man.
0: Cool. Oh, They're really
1: fun. It's fun to play a team that's good, but also with players you can afford to lose, and it's just a really makes it a really fun dynamic to play them.
0: Um, you 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 run hot with Skaven. like you push it. That's that's how yeah. they win. They're like the SR seventy one Blackbird, right? It is designed with holes in, but when it is flying, it just comes together. But it is a risk, yeah. and that is how Scaven Ska- can fall apart. And have you had have you had a game yet where they where the teams fallen apart?
1: yeah um i've had a i think out of two of the four games in this league um so far i've been down to like five players but the thing is two of those players are a throw and a gutter runner <laughs> that's all you need because <laughs> you just do that like i just be basically scoring so they can't really catch up it's always just like oh, yeah. another sunshine right i've got to reset up again and it's just like okay quick <laughs> just just get the ball down like just transform them and yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's good fun
0: Amazing. my uh, one Ooh. last question for you before we wrap up the show, Ben, is um bad matchups. What teams do you hate the idea of facing with Skaven?
1: Uh I'm scared of anything with frenzy and tackle. Um I don't think I'd be too afraid of dwarves as much just because of their speed. Um but I am pretty scared of like chaos dwarves just because like uh ball centaurs are pretty scary. Um anything that can kind of like catch up with and take out the gutters is something that's really frightening so playing against corn was really scary um i think i'd be quite scared of necro because of the werewolves i think werewolves are just pure anti-gutter
0: yeah they are um <laughs> so they, they are it's just four dice yeah. coming at your best player um yeah i um dwarves you can we can win it Playing yeah. against a dwarf team, it's never a case of I don't think I can win this. It's I don't think I can win the game after this. Right, that, okay. that so you play against a dwarf team, you're like I'm I'm gonna pay for this win. Like normally, you know, you come out of a game and you're a gutter runner down or a lineman down, maybe both. Right, that's kind of skaven mm-hmm. life. But going up against dwarves, you're you're going into that next game with three or four missed next games just because yeah. the dice just balance out um Uh,
1: is it a pyrrhic victory (laughs) kind of
0: kind of it's like yeah well this this one's going to cost me my arm but it's worth it um Mm. i i've always lizards i think are a really good match um they are my bane actually when it comes to skaven Uh, specifically lewis beating me in the Oh, that was in the final yeah uh, i think we think it was the final yeah it was the final um there was only a close one i think it was 2-1 or something but lizards when they're skilled up have the ability to destroy repeatedly the players that go on the front line and they've got yeah. enough speed to keep up with you when it comes to touchdowns um yeah. so i find that actually lizards can be a real challenge as well
1: um yeah yeah I, 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 my last game was against lizards and i didn't come out of it lightly so um yeah and the dice were very much in my favor i think if it had been more balanced it would have been yeah um yeah probably a lizard win
0: oh man, i love it i absolutely love skaven right i think we'll wrap up for there hopefully that's been useful but quite frankly i don't care i got to talk about scaven for an hour and a half so i'm, I'm well happy <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> right ben thank you very much man it's always fun to hang out and talk blood blah. Oh, i see you on episode 100. Oh, yeah. Episode 100. Uh, we better put something out on social media and figure out what we're going to do. Anyway. Yep. But now, guys, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back soon with more blah content. Happy blocking. Thanks very much for watching. We really appreciate your support. If you want to help support the channel even further, please like and subscribe or come join us on our Patreon. We have early access to content. We get loads of feedback from you guys and we try and do competitions as much as we can. Or you can get yourself some Bonehead podcast merch on our spreadsheet site. So if you want to support a team, especially for the Bonehead Championship, you can pick up a shirt, a mug, things like that. It all helps support the channel and we really appreciate it. Anyway, links below. Thank you very much. Happy blocking.